same time i wanted to make it to a minute 30 speaking of the vacuum cleaner guy seen in boobs mm. i was reading on uh, on some clickbait on facebook which you know what i i i know people make these grand proclamations all the time and it's always useless especially the people that do it on facebook like <laughs> peace facebook this is stupid i'll see you later and then they always come back but i really took a long hard look at my life old man <laughs> uh I took a long, hard look at my life, and um, I decided that it's better to burn out than to fade away now. It's a. Uh, I, I have something to say. I, I just think that um, I, I don't know, man. Social media. I, I think I need I need to take a clean break from it. I don't know for how long, but I think I'm just going to break clean. You think? Yeah, I check it too much. It's I like it's like a go to. Like you know what? What the defining moment for me was today is I was stuck in traffic. And uh, and it wasn't moving for a while, so I all before I knew it, I, I had my phone in my hand and I was looking at Facebook. I can't do that shit. I need to sit down and ruminate about stuff. I don't need to look at fucking. Yeah, you need to start coming up with some fucking yeah. Sabra. It'll be better if I do that. <clears throat> but uh, so I'm reading a a clickbait thing that they have for you know whatever. One of those things where you click on it and then they tease the story and they keep making yeah. you go to Have the next. Have you seen Kelsey Grammer's wife today? And they keep making you go to the next page and the next page <laughs> yeah. and there's an ad on every fucking page and it's ridiculous. But I was enthralled by the story because this was a story about the UPS man seeing Mila Kunis's titties. What? Yeah. I get, apparently she's out promoting some new movie and this is. You know how they have to have the. Uh, the the talk show panel story to tell everybody like oh Jay Leno you'll never guess what happened to me the other day that shit this is apparently her story but it's a pretty interesting story hang on because this man is oh, shit <laughs> smooth <Yeah>. most guys hero <laughs> so apparently no I mean. Whatever. Apparently, she's uh, actually like kind of friendly with her UPS guy because I guess he, <laughs> yeah, she's he's dropping off at him. he's dropping off kilos of coke for her and Ashton Kutcher all the mm. time, 
or whatever the fuck's getting on going on there. And, you know, she's got two kids now. And I guess she was just doing the mom thing where she had her shirt off because she was hot. She had like one kid like on the breast and the other kid hanging on the thing. And I, you know, I'm sure they, they live in this big palatial place with big windows. And she said she looked up and the UPS guy was just there. And then like they made eye contact and he kind of started looking up. And she said she didn't even care. But I was thinking, and also, she just had babies and she's breastfeeding. Them titties are jacked right now. They're probably all jacked up. The veiny ones. It's not like you're seeing fucking Jackie from that 70s show's boobs. But at the same time, saw a famous person's boobs for free. That's a pretty cool UPS job. I guess. Maybe maybe he's scarred. Maybe he needs to fucking press charges. And she fucking harassed him with her breasticles. (laughs) He wasn't looking for that. She just put it out there. I just think that's it's a good. Wrong. St- I, he goes back to his uh his his place where he's loading boxes in, and then him and Kevin James and the obligatory black guy go out to eat to, for some drinks. And he just sits down and goes, "Guess whose tits I saw today?" That's a pretty good story to come bring around. <laughs> that was a loud as shit. Sorry. That was pretty loud. <laughs> that's got to be interesting. You know what? I never knew, and this is you could you could put this on the <clears throat> the list, the pantheon of things that Dev did not know until much later in life, past the point where he should have known them. And I didn't know that that boobs got all weird when they had kids because look, I'm not having fucking kids. I'm like 38 years old. There's no. I never even thought about having kids. But aren't you always thinking about boobs? No, I'm thinking yes, <laughs> yes. I am always thinking about boobs. But I didn't. I didn't realize. Good callback. So like, <laughs> I did not realize that boobs got all weird until. Uh, I guess this set it off. My curiosity set it off. And when I tell you, and like it's not like I was twenty two. What year did um the montage of Heck come out? Montage five years ago. Four or five years ago. Okay, so we've all seen Courtney Love's tits. Yeah, we saw them. In, you know, in random pictures, we saw them in the People versus Larry Flint, uh, and maybe a few other motion pictures. And uh, oh, you're talking about the raw titties in the tub scene. Yeah, yeah. When it, right at when she when when Francis Bean is a baby and she's a mom and you know she's breastfeeding and like I was like oh sweet a young topless Courtney Love and then I saw the boobs and I was like what is going on here like and then I for a while and then for a while I was like is that is that what movie magic is making those boobs look good like those boobs look like that all the time but they were able to make them look like the Larry Flint boobs so I was I was thinking that the you know the fucking uh, shit was rolling in my head over that and then I realized I was like no she's probably breastfeeding and this is what happens with boobs when you breastfeed. And when that came out, I was probably about thirty-two years old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you never stop learning. So it's a great story on paper, but I'm I'm sure UPS guys saw you know, and not that they're, I'm sure they're wonderful boobs. I would I would I would I would take the chance to look at Mila Kunis's boobs. Nah, them things are anytime I can. Anyway. But he didn't definitely didn't get the best boobs. You know, he didn't get those Macaulay Culkin boobs, <laughs> right? Yeah, he didn't get those Home Alone with Mila Kunis boobs. But I, I think he, regardless, he, at her age now, what is, what is she, like 30? Early 30s. Oh, I thought she's late 30s. No, she's younger than us, for sure. Oh, I was going to say, she had that kind of figure that was like, to no fault of her own, but to her her career, like you you have to stay constantly losing weight. You have to... Well, she's a tiny... She fluctuates. Didn't check. She never but fluctuated. She, 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 Did she you say that? She no. a, she's not... What was no, that? The, misfire, misfire. <laughs> She's not Leia um, Romani or whatever Romini or Remini. Fuck that Remini bitch. No, don't fuck her. I love her. I hate her. She was mean to Artie. I'll never forgive her. Mean to Artie? Yeah, she was. I told you that. That's why there's the only thing I used to love Stacey Croce. And then uh, she was mean to Artie Lang on a, uh, when she did the Stern Show once. Oh. 
and I was like found her to be super pompous, and I was like, I have had enough of her. What about what about the how much she's doing to dissolve this Church of Scientology? I do like though. that. That's I do appreciate awesome. that she's taking. I mean, at this point, she's got no choice but to keep going because if they'll kill her, like if she stops moving, they're going to kill her. <laughs> I don't think so. Scientology's going to murder. Hey, she's her so ass. big at this point that if she came up missing <clears throat> or or mysteriously murdered, like all there's nobody in this world that wouldn't connect those two dots. Not only are they going to kill her, but you're going to hear it first here. Tom Cruise is going to kill her. <laughs> I don't think Tom Cruise even wants anything to do with that. I don't that know why, but I believe me. He's going to give her. <laughs> he's going to. He's going to pull the fucking Vanilla Sky, and he's going to use that as a Vanilla Sky defense. No, that's off. true. You, th- you would think that's true, but the whole thing was that Tom Cruise. I know the plan because I'm friends with the Scientology people, oh, and right. they ran this by me. And the whole thing was that Tom Cruise was going to ask Leia Remini for a ride. And then while she was driving, he was going to pull out a gun and shoot her. But what happened before that is they were driving over a bridge and she looked at him and she said, I swallowed your cum and then drove off the bridge. <laughs> You're part of me now. Which is still my favorite part. I'm like, this is a Cameron Crowe movie. They're screaming out, I swallowed your cum. If Cameron Diaz won the Oscar for that, <laughs> I'd have been cool with that. Definitely been cool with that. Because that's a scene. You're, you're taking a real chance. Putting yourself on film, saying I squalled your cum. I, I'm sorry. I yeah. squalled your cum. <laughs> that would be really I squallowed risky. your that, cum. That'd be really risky because, <laughs> because if they kept that the in the movie, <laughs> yeah. that'd be that'd be bad directorial. Webster's would fucking redefine swallowing. <laughs> we did the take 17 times. She just kept saying squallowing. <laughs> so we we kept it in the film. She's she's fucking she's retarded. Like, I squallowed your cum. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. I knew it. <laughs> Sorry. I've been saying that shit all day. Anyway, Leia Romani, rest in peace. <laughs> Is she dead? Oh, no. I, for, for some reason, I thought the driving off the no, car no. thing was real. I still like her, so she's alive. <laughs> okay. You'll know because I'll be like, I hate that bitch. And you'll be like, oh, no, she's dead. My fi- Speaking of cars flying off a, a cliff, and I think about this all the time, and it's still up in the air that I might even do it. Is this Greece? No. I've never, I don't know if I really saw Greece. Um, uh, one of my favorite things is in the Don't Cry video where Slash is driving in that like sports car and his girlfriend's just bitching at him and he's just like fuck it and he just drives, <laughs> he off, just a drives off a cliff <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever yes. like that's enough I can't listen to this bitch bitch anymore so I'm just gonna drive off this cliff Slash is one of those people that it's a good thing he stays quiet yeah because when he opens his mouth it's like you're kind of just a one level up Pauly Shore yeah Saul Hudson man you need to chill out he rips on that gitter though yeah and then they're like Tonight. Why does Axel always have to take it that far? <laughs> you could have just ended it. No. Um, Axel, the song ended three minutes ago. I puts up a finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's already packing up their guitars and shit. He's still in the studio. Finger's still going. Yeah, and then Saul fucking takes off that wig, puts on his fucking attorney outfit, and and goes and chases ambulances, because that's what that name means to me. What are you talking about? Slash better call Saul. Name. Slash his name. Yeah, I know Saul Hudson. Saul Hudson. Is that a better just, call Saul reference because no, he's a lawyer? Oh no, it just oh. sounds Saul Hudson sounds like it a does. fake Jewish ambulance chasing lawyer, right? That uh, you know, by night he's at the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Is that the bar? The Whiskey A Go Go. The Whiskey A Go Go. Or the Viper Room. Mm-hmm. The place that killed uh, River, River Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, 
Yeah, I don't know if the police killed him so much. I think the drugs that he did inside. The no, place drugs would him. never kill you. Drugs oh. are your. Drugs oh, is that true? Yeah. All right. Totally. Well, then shut this place, this fucking podcast Let's down because I, I don't, I don't know nothing else I want to do for the rest of my life. Daly and I were talking, and he was telling me about cocaine. Yeah, and he said it's great. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Do you have any cocaine? C- cocaine. <laughs> the problem with cocaine is I used to do a little, but a little wouldn't do it, so the little got mow and mow wow. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> It happened. Oh, I'm sorry, Axel. Did the little get mow and wow wow? What the hell does that mean? He was like, I swallowed your cum. Axel, I'm really loving the new Use Your Illusions albums. Thank God you guys put out two albums at the same time. I just got a quick question about the first song. Do you say that your hamster died? (laughs) Because that's fucking weird. It was an emotional time for him. He had that hamster for like three weeks. And then he's like, no, man, but I am going to dive off this aircraft carrier wearing Reebok pumps. <laughs> Why does he do that? <laughs> and then swim with dolphins. Man, Guns N' Roses fell off the deep end for a while, huh? No pun intended. They were like, yo, we're going to do drugs. Yeah. And then we're going to write these two albums, and one of them's going to be orange, and the other one's going to be purple. Speaking about big, bloated, only-for-money reunion tours, one of my favorite bands on the face of the earth, and by far the best band from New Jersey, has announced a home reunion show. And uh, I'm kind of heartbroken about it because as much as I want to go see the Misfits, because I love the Misfits, this is like such a big, bloated, stupid show. It's at the Prudential Center. And like we were discussing before the show, tickets are probably like $130 a piece. Like, look, I get it. It's a big arena show. Uh, These are dudes in their 60s. Danzig isn't exactly the fucking underground motherfucker or anything like that, you know, but like dude i'll pay a hundred bucks even that i'll feel ripped off but i'll still pay a hundred bucks to go see it but anything over that like i'm really having a hard time like justifying that because i'm gonna have to buy one for me all have medical bills one for my lady who doesn't even like this fucking misfit so i'm gonna end up spending 300 before i even sit down i got a serious question though yeah do they keep the concession stands open in the prudential for uh for concerts i've never i've never seen a concert there i have they fucking better i see uh, i saw chelsea handler there Oh, that must like have rocked. Did they she do like, an encore? It was good. <laughs> like all of them? Well, I'm just saying an event. It's you know not hockey. Uh, yeah, all well they they ca- they put behind the stage. They cap off so you don't go oh, okay. behind the stage, but you go everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, all right. And there's still concessions. I was up in that catwalk. In the catwalk? That's yeah. a serious in the consideration. Catwalk? Did you do your little turn mm-hmm. on the catwalk? You know what I mean. That's good. <laughs> So we're just quoting songs today on the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast, I guess. Hey! Oh, welcome shit. to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast! All you Patreons that are left, you, you, <laughs> you, got a, you, got a new, you got a new show on uh, mon- last night, actually. I apologize. I had one of those lost Sundays. Devin, Devin, Devin. Can't you lose see? yourself again? Yeah, in the moment, you own it. Makai Fiverr. Do you have spaghetti? Now... The internet is like obsessed over the fact that he says mom spaghetti, which I get it. It is fucking crazy that he says that in that song. But and nobody ever fucking uh, uh, just brings up the fact that he just yells out the name of one of the actors in the film in the middle of that in that song. Mackay Pfeiffer. Like for no reason. There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. I know. My friend Mark, every time I bring this up, because it's a little bit I do, my friend Mark like always like goes <laughs> against me on it. And he's like, no, you don't understand. He's saying that there's no this and there's no that. I understand. I hear the music, but it doesn't make any sense. 
You're like basically singing as the character in this movie, and then yet you say the name of an actor that's in the movie. I don't get it. That's true. He's crossing over paths. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way because I was like, Dev, he's totally just being the character. Right. No. But you're right. Yeah. Like He's like, no, seriously, though, I'm Eminem, and there's no Mackay Pfeiffer in real life, but there is Mom Spaghetti. So is that the posit that in the world that Rabbit and, and, and 8 Mile exist, that the actor Mackay Pfeiffer actually exists? And if that's the case, then why aren't they constantly saying to their friend who looks exactly like Mackay Pfeiffer? Yo, up, Yo man, you look like Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> you could be doing like stunt doubles for that guy. <laughs> what that's the fuck, like, bro? That's like when I lived in Jersey City and one of the dudes that looked, uh, worked in ShopRite looked exactly like Tupac. So much that the news did like an, a fucking uh, <laughs> no article way. on him. Yeah. He's like, Yo, watch out. And then you just see. <laughs> he, kept, he kept running around. Wait, what year was this? Uh, I was there from t- uh, 2008. It was him. To 2000 and you found Tupac. That's where the motherfucker's <laughs> been hiding. What had happened was, was like, there was a Whole Foods guy. down the block where this guy who looked like Biggie Smalls was working, <laughs> <laughs> and then they were both shot dead in the produce section. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. No, that was that wasn't Biggie Smalls. That was just a pug you saw <laughs> with fucking cool water on his neck. <laughs> I can't even try to do it. Got that cool water on my neck, yo. <laughs> there you go. That was good. That was good. Can I a lot of callbacks? You? The old A yeah. high five. Sometimes I try to call our show AFI after that stupid. Famous ah, murder, can I? I almost got killed at a fucking show with them. Fucking oh yeah, bullshit! I almost got crowd crunched. Oh yeah. What? What was this like later on? Goth AFI or was this cooler, younger? I guess it was hardcore like punk AFI. Thousand ish. They are the ones. Where was it? Where was the show? It was. Uh, it was one of those. Um, no, it was the uh, Warp Tour. Ah, uh, okay. And they, I, they were like, "Oh, AFI's playing," and and like. I started heading towards the front of the stage before they actually played. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, it's just AFI. I, I barely knew who they were, so I didn't know what was about to happen. And then they started playing, and it was like... Yeah. Is this one of those bands where I really do know more of their shit besides Miss Murder? They're the ones that sing Miss Murder, right? Yeah, they put out a bunch of really good albums, and then just started putting out... Yeah, I shouldn't even say they're bad albums. I mean, people love them, but I, you know, I'm not into them. But their first, I'd say, four albums were really good. Because all I know is Miss Murder. Mm. Which I don't mind. It's definitely in my set list of things, but it's they in used my to be, junk drawer. They used to be like a, a punk band. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They like, put out a, one album. It was actually when they started the change. I consider it their last al- good album. But they, I put an album out called uh, Black Sails in the Sunset, which I really like. They're anyway. One, they're one of those bands that I have in my, my Spotify junk drawer next to Goldfinger with Here in Your Bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> which would I'm say like, so. Don't listen to this. I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> don't listen to it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Ah, Speaking yeah. of lookalikes, mm-hmm. I was rock climbing yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm like looking at this dude, and I'm like, why is this guy so attractive? And I'm like, why is this dude look so just attractive? like me, like exactly like me? No, 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 but close. Oh, okay, he looked just like Tom Hardy. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, if Devin was here, he would fucking mount that guy. Yeah, I would. Because well, like, I was like, Jen, is it just me or does that guy? And I didn't even finish it. She was like, does that guy look exactly like Tom Hardy? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go take a picture with him? I'm like, I'm not doing that. I was like, if we were on vacation, I would do that. Not on our home turf. If I was out with my wife and there was a dude who looked exactly like Tom Hardy, the last thing in the world I'd do <laughs> is call attention to it. I'd be like, hey, look at that bird over there. Just keep looking that other direction. Don't look that way. And then meanwhile, I would turn to the Tom Hardy lookalike and be like, I liked what's going on here, but I need to see the merchandise. Because if it's Bronson merchandise, this conversation ends here. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> you could take that Brit dick elsewhere. I don't, I don't care how much you have fucking grips to pull on it, much like Dave in a play. <laughs> <laughs> it still looks like a wet noodle. That's a good callback. Thank you. It I is. listen sometimes. <laughs> 
Yeah, he do. He totally like. He had that scruffy beard. He had this fucking jagged haircut. Mm, um, asymmetrical. Yeah, he was, and he was, he was a good climber too, which made it even fucking better. I was like, God damn, that sexy son of a bitch can climb. No, maybe it was Tom Hardy. Maybe, maybe. But enough about Tom Hardy. Did he say this bloody wall's hard to climb? And that, <laughs> and I try to make my English accent worse and worse every time I do. It. Okay. <laughs> Um, I've got some Oscar updates for you. Oh, I watched a, a movie. I watched two movies. Okay, cool. That's what I was going to go with this. What, what did you watch? It, it's crazy because I cannot remember what the fucking first one was. Do you want was. me to say mine? Oh, you know the second one? I watched The Disaster Artist. Was that nominated for anything? Oh, uh, yeah. uh, no. Oh. I thought I was. But I did mention it today. I was watching <laughs> I was watching these movies because I was like, I want to watch the Oscar nominated movies. The fuck was the first one that You're I watched? tearing me apart. It was all right. Oh hi, Mark. Oh, is that what that's? <laughs> oh, that's where it's from. All right. I'm taking two different things that he says. I can't remember what the line is he says before. Oh hi, Mark. But yeah, um, the other one, like, it's when he's doing streetcar. All <laughs> oh, right, you're tearing okay. me apart. Sorry. Um, shit, I cannot remember what the fucking first movie I watched. Want me was. to tell you mine? Yes, please. I Jenny and I watched uh, The Shape of Water. Yeah, which was very good. How was it? Dude fucks a fish. Um, I've got it here. I've, I've now seen Shape of Water. Oh, and I, Tanya. That's my other one. I was going to watch I, Tanya, but uh, 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 the SO wants to watch it, so I felt guilt. This is another thing that I'm not used to. Yeah. I, I want to watch a movie. I want to fucking watch a movie. Mm-mm. What the goddamn fuck did I watch, man? I'm sorry. Can't, can't... Did you watch Three Billboards? No, I'm watching that tonight, actually. Did you That's watch my... Lady? Oh, you've already seen Lady Bird. I saw Lady Bird um, in the theaters. Uh, what about The Phantom? Whatever no, the Daniel Day Lewis no, no, one. No, that's not out yet. What about Dunkirk? You've already seen that. I saw Dunkirk. Um, the Darkest Hour. The nope. Post. Nope. Uh, Maybe it wasn't another nominated fucking film. Yeah, because then it's just. Um, God damn it! Sh- I definitely watched one of them. All right, whatever. No, well, let me. I'll go into Shape of Water. I put a very lovely picture or uh, sorry, film, mm-hmm. film. Uh, Michael Shannon. Oh yeah, kills it in this fucking movie. Kills it in everything. Just amazing. Just absolutely amazing. He's the bad guy. He fucking does a great job. Sally Hawkins, uh, naked a bunch, including rubbing one out in the tub. Oscar, Oscar worthy. Who is this now? Uh, Sally Hawkins. She's the main character in this movie. She's yeah. uh, she's in a bunch of other things. Uh, as I looked her up, I was like, oh yeah, she's in Paddington. Um, which is, you know, you've never seen it because it's not a film. It's just a movie. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, uh, there's, uh, she's in a few other things though that I was like, oh yeah, she's totally in other movies. But she did a great job, dude. Her, she plays like a mute and her fucking emotions are so well portrayed. Like you, it just, it, you could just, she does that face where y- y- she really seems like she can't say a goddamn thing, but wants to say a million things. Uh-huh. Like just great, great acting. There's and they're like there's a fucking old timey dance number in the middle of the movie. Really? Yeah, it's it's like super silver screen style. Like I, I thought it was really, really well done. Octavia Spencer's in there, All right. um, and you know she's fucking awesome. But she will always be uh, Madame Nora, pet psychic from Dinner for Schmucks <laughs> to me. <laughs> I, I, I did not get through Dinner for Schmucks. I, I got oh, that, That's that one movie. of those movies I got to go back and rewatch. People reference it all the time, and I'm like, I got to be honest, I shut that shit off. It's tough. I won't lie to you. That's a tough movie. Oh, man. I remember what Oscar-nominated film I watched. Which Bad Mom's Christmas. No, <laughs> nice. Actually, I think that's the movie that Mila Kunis is out talking about her tits for. But no, I did not watch that. I cannot find the fucking movie that I watched. I am. I am. You know who else is in this? What's that? Uh, Richard Jenkins. 
<clears throat> Do you know him by name? I wouldn't know him by name, Richard. but I know his work, all of it, a lot of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a familiar the dad name. from Six Feet Under. Oh yeah, dad of from yep. Stepdads. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, Stepdads, Stepbrothers. Sorry, <laughs> like, I haven't seen that. What is that? Stepdads. That's a porno. Um, and say it isn't so. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> that movie's terrible. The one with um, Roller Girl. Yeah. Oh and, my and god. Chris Klein. That was a uh, that was a Farley Brothers film. Was it really? Yeah. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, did it? Did the plot have to do with with people traveling from one place to another? Because if they did, it's a Farley Brothers film. That's true. Have you ever noticed that every single Farley Brothers film starts in one place and then the main characters travel to another place? That's basically most of the movie. Roll off some Farley Brothers movies. Something about Mary. Uh, fucking Dumb and Dumber. Me, myself, and Irene. Me, myself, and Irene. Stuck on you. Stuck on at you. Um, Wait, where do they travel? And shallow stuck on how. Shallow how they don't travel. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. But sure. where, do they, where do they travel? I, stuck in, on uh, you, I don't remember very Matt much. And, uh, it's Matt Damon and uh, what's that? That might be the well, exception. They move to the from role. Massachusetts to California. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but that's. Holy shit, all, all those movies films. have like it, even uh, a montage yeah, of the travel. Yeah, it's, but most of the film is about the characters traveling to somewhere else, and then the third act happens when they get, you know. Or Who whatever. did Kingpin? They did. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm traveling. <laughs> yeah. Traveling in that, too. Isn't that crazy? Holy shit. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. But, um, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. So uh, I put in the, the synopsis of this movie is it's a tale of a water creature, a mute chick, her neighbor, a Soviet spy, a government stooge, and a whole lot of hijinks. Right. In a nutshell, Creature from the Blue Lagoon meets Splash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, right. very well done, though. I highly recommend it. Um, I, I did enjoy it. It's just a nice classic tale. What the fuck did I watch? I watched two movies and I cannot remember the first one. For the life of me, okay, I dude, this is horrible. <laughs> You've lost time. Getting old is horrible. Oh, well, was, uh, I can tell you, right? It's Jurassic Park. Well, I'll tell you the ne- the second one. I Tanya, fucking Allison Janney, Allison Janney, Allison motherfucking Janney. I want to watch that so bad. Holy shit! Like she. I mean, it, and it's right away. Like her best parts are kind of earlier, and then it becomes like her, her, a little bit of her, and a little bit of her, and then a little bit of her. But she does a fucking great job, man. Margot Robbie does a fucking awesome job as well. Oscar worthy, nah. but I did wind up feeling so fucking bad for Tanya Harding at the end of that shit. Like I was just like, oh, that poor thing. Because you think about it, like us, maybe not daily, but you and I, Dev. <laughs> Tanya Harding seemed like a grown up, right? Like when we were when we were kids. Oh sure, yeah. She seemed like how old was she? Like she was twenty three. Yeah, right. <laughs> like she was twenty three. Yeah, man, it's fucking nuts. I know. She already had a fucking husband that beat her with a fucking serious Magnum PI mustache. I did read something that she said recently. Like I, I'd like an apology from everybody now. Like yeah. I guess now that movie's out, she's like, oh, I'm waiting for my apology. Yeah. Oh, I will send her. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna send her <laughs> an apology. Send, all right. Send her, an apology, send her an apology on the behalf of the Awkward yes. High Five Podcast. I'm gonna be like, we here at the Awkward High Five Podcast would. Look- like to tell you we watched i tanya we're sorry yeah we're sorry because goddamn i felt bad for her before that dude shot shot a fucking rough sitch. Yeah. meanwhile you're smelling fucking nancy kerrigan's ass which side do you want here? yeah i would have smelled her ass too if she was on the plane okay fair I, enough i don't fair discriminate. he's an equal yeah, uh an equal, an equal ass sniffer, sniffer. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um, i watched that tanya harding fucking what the fuck movie that i watched did you watch did you read off all the people that are up for best movie I, it's not even that anymore i'm i'm submitting to the fact that it probably isn't nominated but like i fucking i'm Was going it just a new movie 
Oh, Fast and Furious 7. Oh, Fate of the Furious. <laughs> yeah, no brainer. Yeah, that's what I like to do is start in the seventh of a movie series that I've never <laughs> seen before. It normally works out. I swear to God, this is killing me. I'm sorry. What I, kind of, what, 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 uh, what do you recall of the movie? I don't, it's just a black spot in my mind. Then you never went to the movies. You it, got really drunk. No, I didn't do watch it. I couch. didn't go to movies. I watched it on this site that you gave me. I just been watching. Oh, go to your history. Yeah, but just, you know how much porn I got to see? Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, next on my list, and, and I, I would like, uh, you know, since we did talk a lot and make decisions like blindly about the Oscars, let's, let's try to watch them. Let's try to watch oh, these I, movies. I'm in, I, 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 always, so I always watch the movies. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, you know what? I eyes know. Wide Shut. No, I know what it was, and it isn't Oscar nominated, but it was a movie that I've been waiting all year to see, and I finally watched, and I recommend that everybody watch it. Brigsby Bear. It was fucking awesome. There we go. Who's in that? Kyle Mooney from Saturday Night Live. It's a crazy. It's, it's, it's Mark Hamill, Kyle Mooney, and a couple other people. But it's this crazy movie about this kid. I don't even want to tell you what it really was about. It's this, it's about this dude who's like 22 and he's obsessed with this kid's show, Brigsby Bear. I'll give you. That's all I'm going to tell you. Watch, okay. watch it immediately. It's fucking awesome. Okay, I've seen that like a lot when I yeah. go on after. I go on Cody. Yeah. So I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, do my, they drive around in a semi? <laughs> I think I've seen that. No, they drive nah. around with a semi. <laughs> Wait, how else are you supposed to drive around? <laughs> I don't know. I'm always, I just love the open road so much. <clears throat> I'm always I'm always half masked. That's how you do it. Uh, <laughs> I think my next my next two that I'm going to try and shoot out uh, this week is Lady Bird and Three Billboards. Yeah, Three Billboards. I think I'm going to do tonight if you guys would ever fucking leave. Yeah. And then, <laughs> no, I'm just and then, uh, and then, um, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I Tonya. I Tonya. I Tonya. I Tonya. Gonna, oh hi, Tanya! I'm gonna do as soon as I could. Uh, I think after that, get the lady over. Here. It'll be the post and the Phantom Thread. I tell you what, I'm gonna skip the post. I'm skipping the Darkest Hour. That's just the backstory of Dunkirk. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. There's two movies out in in Oscar worthy, but they're both talking about the same shit. I think I'm done with Spielberg films. I yeah. really am. They're just they're just over the top, big sappy things that I'm not into anymore. If he makes another fucking no, not even that. I was gonna say if he makes another Indiana Jones, maybe I'll think about it. But that last one was so bad. Like I just I'm kind of over it. Um, Darkest Hour that that you know that's P.T. Anderson. I would see that immediately. But that's playing in one of the local cinemas, so I think I'm gonna go catch that in the movies. That was the fucking snottiest so, shit you ever seen. What are you talking about? It's one of the local cinemas. I'm sorry, one of the local theaters. Theaters. Uh, so I'm gonna that way I could get my uh, coke and. And, goobers and goobers. I got a box of goobers if you need it. Oh, good. I probably will. I don't need it because of the fucking <laughs> goobers famine of 2018. Bullshit. It's, it is bullshit. You know, it's uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I read up on today was that um, speaking of Spielberg and and like movie types of things that he does, Tom Hanks. What about oh, it's gonna be fucking Mr. Rogers? I can see doing that. a Mr. Rogers biopic. I could see that he's got to lose some weight though. Tom Hanks has got that fat face nowadays, yeah, but he can do it. But do you think he's gonna do the fucking um, he's gonna do the tattoos? Uh, do you I'm think sorry, they're gonna what? talk about the tattoos. Mr. Rogers has tattoos. Yeah, Slamming dude. on his big old boobs, sleeves, dude. He was a, he was a sailor. He was a Navy sailor. Are you serious? Yeah, that's the one thing. Like they, nah, man. He was a Marine Corps sniper. Oh, is that what it was? He was a sniper. Mister Rogers killed I people. I think so. Come on. No, no, no. I'll pull it up right now. Um, that's like one of those like uh, urban legends. But he definitely served. I don't remember. No, no. He definitely he had tattoos too. 
Mr. Rogers. <clears throat> and look, tattoos came up. People in your neighborhood. Military service. In your neighborhood. <clears throat> Mr. Rogers was a U.S. Marine. Okay. Oh, wait. It's on. No, no. It might not be true. That's a title. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's one of those things that... Mr. Rogers' rumor neighborhood. Is an urban legend, but has some basis in fact. Possibly. If there's a claim, children's television show host Fred Rogers hid a violent and criminal past. False. <laughs> so I don't understand how they're going to make a movie out of it, though. I guess we'll see. I I yeah, like actually, I heard they they um, they look for dirt on that dude, and there's nothing, man. He was squeaky clean. Yeah. He was actually just a good person. Isn't that how fucked up this world is? As you put out a TV show that helps millions of people make them feel good about themselves, the whole message is like peace and happiness and being nice to your friends, and people are like, this guy's too nice. we got to figure out if he's got a, a spotted past. Like, what the fuck? He's got to diddle kids, man. Yeah, all right. And well, usually the people who are out to get that person are diddling kids while they're chasing after that person. That is true. It's fucked up. That's a fact. That we is don't a even goddamn have to prove fact. That. Those kid diddlers are always out there trying to get other people busted for kid diddling. They're dicks. I don't know what's going on right now. Frederick Rogers. He died in 2003. February 27th. That hurts. Daly hates him. Nah, man. He taught me how to tie my shoes and mm-hmm. other valuable life lessons. He was a Presbyterian minister. Oh, okay. Yeah. He he composed the theme to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. All right. It's Not a only day in the a motivational speaker, but a bard. Yes. I like, I like everything about Mr. Rogers. I, like I probably won't watch the movie with Tom Hanks, but yeah, if there was a well-done documentary, I'd definitely watch it. It'll be on PBS. Yeah, so, okay, let's watch the rest of these films, and we'll get back with our, with our you know, the only opinions that really matter. Yeah. Dev, Daly, and Dave. That's right, baby. <laughs> what did I see here? Um, oh, also, I wanted to note in the, in the packet here. Please do. <clears throat> I will not see Call Me By Your Name because the movies I've seen with Army Hammer are absolute shite. And I refuse to watch any more fucking Army Hammer. I don't like him. I don't know what it is about his face. What about when he him. played two Army Hammers? <laughs> Did he play two Army Hammers? Yeah, in the in the uh, fucking um, Social Network. I didn't see that movie. He played the he played the guys that were try, been trying to sue Zuckerberg forever oh, for the, stealing the, the idea from the him. Winkle. Yeah, the Winkle b- bosses. Boss. Yeah, <laughs> who Richie was obsessed with for a while, and it was very hilarious. The Winkle bosses. He played the Winkle guy. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I couldn't what see other that movie. movies. I couldn't take What's-His-Face, the main character. Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah. I, I like Jesse Eisenberg. Sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't. I got, I don't know how many words are in there, because some of them are prepositions, and I don't know if they count in the title, but I got a few words for you. At the End of Tour. That's a great film starring Jesse Eisenberg. The End of Tour? Yes. It's a, is it's, it about a Jewish kid who has to go back to college after no, the first tour is over? It's about the the uh, the <laughs> article that the, one of the writers from Rolling Stone wrote about uh, David Foster Wallace when he was when he was doing his press junket for Infinite Jest. And he made a book out of it called, of course, in the end you find out who, of course, in the end you find out, I forget the actual name of it, uh, who You Really Are or something like that, which was a fascinating book and a really good look into David Foster Wallace. And then they made a movie out of it. And Jesse Eisenberg plays the the reporter from The Rolling Stone. And um, I always forget this dude's name. Uh, what else has he been in? Freaks and Geeks and the uh, Saving Sarah Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and uh, how how I met your mother. And oh, J- Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel plays David Foster Wallace, and it's a fantastic fucking movie. I oh, recommend it to anybody. Jason Siegel's in it. I'm down. Yeah, it's really really good. Really good. I watch every movie with that guy. Who's David Foster Wallace? He wrote Infinite Jest. He was like a writer in the '90s, uh, tortured soul, if you will. Um, mostly known for Infinite Jest, he wrote a bunch of short stories too. The girl with the long hair and stuff like that. Uh, one of the better writers from the '90s, but I don't know, man. I read Infinite Jest, and it was—it's a hell of a mountain to climb that book. And then he ended up killing himself, and this whole thing. But because he's a piece well, of if shit. I could trade <laughs> places with that guy and Army Hammer, I would. Okay, fair enough. Get him back. The two movies I've seen with that motherfucker are fucking The Lone Ranger, which was a huge pile of shit. Oh, I didn't watch that because it was offensive to my people. And uh, The Man from Uncle, which was terrible. Why doesn't this guy... Well, all right, maybe this guy can star in a movie mm-hmm. that isn't a remake from a fucking a show from the 60s or the whatever, 50s. Forget it. Yeah. He's not doing it. All right. I mean, he's got a bunch of other shit, and I'm, I refuse to watch it. And then I also read that people are pissed that Wonder Woman didn't get a fucking Oscar nom. Wait, Wonder Woman was a good movie? It was entertaining, but it was just not, It was a movie. There was no Oscar involved it was a movie. in that shit. I've, I saw it, and it was entertaining at the theaters. It was a good excuse to get popcorn. It's like but, any of the comic but book enough. movies. Yeah, enough with the fucking, like, well, that didn't get an Oscar nom. Like, you can't. Not everybody gets a fucking Oscar. No, how, it's not a fucking participation award. How many uh, last was the truth do you give it? I give it zero. <laughs> really? Truth. Okay. I give it three dead daughters. Uh, <laughs> All right, three out of three out of three dead daughters. Yeah, That's good. I, I think I liked it. Producer Dave gives it a perfect score. Mm-hmm. That Wonder Woman was good, but it's not. Yeah, it's not Oscar worthy. It was no, that chick not. is smoking hot for one. Much There's like the Joker shouldn't have gotten a fucking Oscar either. That's because he died. If yeah, someone shot that, that chick, was a sympathy award. Yeah, yeah. it was posthumous. I think so. But I'll tell you what, and you know I am no defender of comic book movies, but. If out of all the performances in all the comic book movies, if one of them had to win an award, that was real acting. Like, that dude was actually acting. That wasn't just like every other movie star in these comic book movies who puts on a, a, a costume and is like, I cannot wait to spend this billion dollars on a yacht when this movie's over. He actually, like, acted the fuck out of that movie. So if I had to give it to somebody, it would have been him. Heath Ledger, great actor. But, like, and, and totally, like, you know, uh, what's the, with him and Jake Gyllenhaal? Brookback Mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That shit was no joke. Like it's that, a great movie. That was a great movie. Yeah. I never watched it. I did. Good. I tried. I. It's like I don't. I feel funny watching it. I. I think someone's did gonna bring... walk in the room and be like, "What are you watching? Nothing." Would, <laughs> then you're like, "Squeaker." <laughs> you know what? You know what I found very funny about that movie. And no matter how progressive it was, and it was bold that that uh, what's his name? What was the director? Ang Lee. Uh, decided to. Uh, I might be getting that confused. I'm pretty sure it was. Decided to take this on. You know, and in in back then, you got to like a decade ago or whatever when that came out, it was definitely uh, it, 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 the gay thing wasn't as prominent as it is now. Like now, you can't even sell a movie unless you have a gay character in it. So it was a little. It was it, this wasn't coming out in the fucking fifties, but it was a little bit more risque. But I but I do like the fact that. I think there I, were gay characters. They just weren't allowed to be the main character. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But nowadays, everything's got. You know, what I'm saying is that. It was a riskier time to put a movie out like that. I like the choice. But the thing that they still did, which I found very funny, is um, is they they threw in 
tit shots for Michelle Williams and uh, the Devil Wears Prada oh, girl. Ha- and Hathaway's. Because they were, they were just like, they're like, you know what? Dudes are going to sit through this movie. We're just going to at least show them these, these. Hold on. They're like, Daly needs something in this movie so right. that he, you know, Had people I don't known walk that, in on him. Yeah, and he feels like, oh, it was like, oh. Actually, I think movie. that's why I started watching. I think I caught a booby scene and I was like, whoa, what's this movie? Yeah. And then I started watching. I was like, oh, man, it's Brokeback Mountain. Just fucking tricked like, me. But why the, wouldn't you watch that movie? Like, you love depressing fucking terrible tales of real life nothing is fucking worse than what happens Mystic in that River. movie yeah <laughs> oh but don't spoil it for me but yeah it's 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 no it's bad it's, 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 it's a bad it's movie as fuck. you will definitely wet, so, so they fall in love they bang on mountains and then they can't be together right am i am it's i close pre- yeah that's it's pretty it. much that's all we're gonna, you know what to find yeah. out the rest of this you have to go sit through it what I happens probably never will keith's dad forbids it but i thought so they'll never go to prom but i think that it was very funny that they were like maybe not the director but the writers or the producers they're like okay homophobes at large yeah, this guy's going to spit on his palm and weird shit's going to go down. But sooner or later, you're going to see that girl from the Disney movies tits. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they were saying. And don't act like him spitting on that hand ain't hot. And no, I'm not saying <laughs> that at all. Fucking, that's and you were right. It was, hot, it was, dirty move. It was angly. It was angly, yeah. yeah that's what I thought. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what are you going to do? But, but what we're saying is like fucking Wonder Woman. Come on. No, no, the no. Fuck I did like Oscar Chris Pine, for? though. I love Chris Pine. He's, like he's handsome. He's, he's movie, fun. Yeah. I'll end he's up always watching in good movies. I love him as fucking Captain Kirk. Um, but no to fucking what's her name? The the Israeli chick, Gal Gadot. Oh, did you see? Oh, did I you love see her. what Israel? Note her. No, I know her getting an Oscar. Oh, oh, yeah, but I mean, as a as no, a, no, she's a beautiful she's, she's, person, she's super, but super good looking. What is what did Israel do now? They're 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 just put out like this mandate that anybody. They're illegally from like uh, Africa or, or whatever, uh, like uh, has to leave within 30 days. You get the fuck out. They said that they'll give them thirty five hundred dollars or whatever, that, you know, and and uh, and free passage. Like they'll help them get across the border, but they don't want any of them there um, because it's like ruining their Jewish image. It's, it's very weird. I, I, I You know what? I shouldn't even speak to it like because I didn't Read get all, get all the information. But I was reading about it loosely today, and I was like, this is fucking odd. Because to be honest with you, and there is an Israeli-Palestinian thing, a lot of times I just take the Israel side. I don't know much about it, but I'm just like, nah, they seem like a nice people. You know what I mean? But yeah, They're uh, fucking with your roots. But man, they're like straight up saying like, we're going to give you $3,500, get out of here because we don't want to see black people here. But uh, fucking if you and they even said, like, if you don't, we will use other methods at our disposable that are at our disposal, like saying, like, if it comes down to it, we're going to force you out of here. So it would be wise if you we're going to make you watch every Matthew Broderick movie, <laughs> starting with Inspector Gadget <laughs> and ending with Ferris Bueller. So <laughs> you have to go through the gauntlet to at least get to a good one. I don't know. The Israelis, I think, are getting a little little squirrely. I think uh, anyone in that region, I think the sun cooks their fucking yeah, brain. Yeah, after sure. A while. Yeah. They all start to get a little fucking nutty. Yeah. I totally think that uh, the the Israelis they they were just they're pushed into a corner too much and now they're fucking wacky. Yeah, they're, they're a bonkers. Little, a little off, but they got cool shit. I don't get the Gaza Strip at all. Like that would be like South Jersey, North Jersey fighting over that stinky part of the Turnpike. Yeah. Like just keep that shit. I don't want the fucking Gaza Strip. It's not worth blowing each other to smithereens over. Is there oil under that motherfucker? That's the only reason I could think so. Probably. Like yeah. everything is reduced everywhere. to rubble. Like yeah. leave it alone. Right. It's already beat up. Just go somewhere it. else. You clean that shit up. Yeah. Oh yeah. If, what happens if you win? You got to clean up that mess. Right. 
Fuck that. That'll all be fixed when we find aliens. No, I think the aliens are going to sneak in, <laughs> take whatever massive weapon happens, and they're just going to go... Shh, How about bounce. this? We find aliens, and then we ask the aliens, like, hey, Israel or Palestine, and whatever they say goes. And then we give it to them. I'm down with that. Nah, 100%. I don't, think it'll, I don't know. Supposedly, when we find proof of other life in the universe, especially if we can actually talk to them... Everyone will realize that religion is bullshit. Oh, and I hope everyone so. Will, you know, will pr- probably move on. Hopefully. No, I hope so. Imagine they come, the aliens, and they were like, no, Glaxon Bunny 5000 made you guys. <laughs> Here's the proof. Here's the photo album. We live uh, millions of years, so we've been watching you progress. <laughs> it was great when you were just yeah, mud here, skippers. Here's, here's the order number right there. Uh, yeah. He paid for it. Yeah. The fucking dude comes down like Bill Nye. He's like, absolutely. We've got tons of proof of evidence, <laughs> photos of you. You were just ugly. You were ugly babies, mm. human beings. Um, it's right about that. No, fucking okay. Wonder where Woman. where do we go now? We were with where Wonder Woman. Where do we Woman. go? Oh, I did have a joke. Oh, ah, please. You ready for the joke? I can't wait. I was like. With the whole Wonder Woman thing, mm-hmm. I was going to wrap it up with. Now, if Daniel Day Lewis or Meryl Streep portrayed the Wondrous Woman, it would be on for Oscar season. Mm-hmm. Imagine Daniel Day Lewis as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'd look good in that. Yeah. You want some current news that you a good might, looking gentleman. might blow your mind? I can't believe I watched two movies you thinking forgot. that I was watching movies that like had something to do with something, and neither of them did. Well, they were pleasant for your brains. Well, Briggsy Bear was on my list. That was like number one next to uh, <clears throat> Phantom's Thread to see, so I'm glad I saw that. But I did not accomplish any Oscar movies. Tonight, I'm going to watch Three Billboards, and I'll let you know what's up with that yeah. shit. I do want to see that. I couldn't find that on After. It's on there. Three Billboards okay. and, and I, Tanya, the only two. Yeah, I, those I are the two. Really... Dude, going shape, to watch. shape of Water was interesting. It yeah, looks good, it. but I'm not I'm just in a classic like movie style. Like I was like, oh, this is done really well. Like the time frame is like. I the mean, 50s. I do like the guy from 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 fucking Step Brothers, but and he's great in it. He's, he's great in everything, that dude. And he's like a key part of like the the whole plot and everything. So it, it's a good good tale. I would I'd say I'd say that I like. I always never pronounce the name Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del, Guillermo del, Toro. del Toro films. But I probably haven't seen one since Pan's Labyrinth. That was the only one to see. I didn't. Really. I didn't. That was awesome. What about the Orphanage? Tom loved that movie. Yeah, I never, never watched. Yeah, it. and I didn't watch any of the Hellboys. I Pan's watched Troll Hunters. Was it on Netflix? What's that? With the late. Oh, Troll Hunter. Uh, Chekhov, whatever the fuck his name is, Anton Yelton. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. That guy got a raw deal. Raw Fucking deal. I was really like sad when that guy got killed. I never even heard of it. I was I, like, because oh, like, I never saw any of the Star Treks. And then I watched that movie, The Green Room, mm-hmm. which he's in. Oh, yeah. I, with, seen uh, that. I never got through that movie. It, it's not a great movie. It's terrible. And I it's like, offen- it all. It's also offensive to anybody that calls themselves a punk rocker, but that's a whole completely different thing. Uh, uh, Hollywood just cannot get punk rock. Hollywood. They can just not, they can't get it down right. They can never, anyway, it doesn't matter. But uh, I was talking to my brother about it, and he's like, yeah. He's like, you know that dude died? And I was like, nah. And he told me how he fucking died. And I was like, fuck, man. Thought his Th- shit was in park. His shit wasn't in park. <laughs> Holy Next thing you know, shit. He's pinned behind was it. in park. It fucking was fucking broken. Oh, yeah, that's why you don't buy fucking... <laughs> oh, wait. Your wife has a Jeep. That's, about... yeah. that's why you don't buy Jeeps, man. Them things are death traps. Yeah, that's why you don't buy Jeeps and park them on a fucking 90-degree angle. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> 
Well, you don't have a big stone gate. I'm sorry. 78 degree angle. Yeah. Give me a break. Do you have you ever uh, measured the angle of your driveway? Like, how straight it's, up is it? It's like 45. Is it? Yeah, it's it's there. They they did when they redid the driveway. They had to tell me the tilt because uh-huh. they wanted to adjust it. And uh, they were like, "We need this much tar, and then we've got to press it down, and then for every press we get." And I was just like, "What is it?" So it was like 45 something degrees. Yeah, like for the people, it's big for the people at home. When you pull up to producer Dave's house, you uh, you you, you park. Uh, you have two options. You could either hope that your vehicle is strong enough to get to the top of the the uh the thing <laughs> and, and it feels successful or you park at the bottom and then begin to traverse the driveway equivalent of mount everest where you have to like enlist sherpas and fucking get carabiners and stick flags in certain places and walk on an angle to get all the way up to and the when, door and when that shit's iced over you just got to come in hot man <laughs> I, I know i've come into his driveway doing about 35 40 a few times because i was like I'm getting up to the top of this motherfucker. I parked in your driveway one day when it was icy out, and I couldn't. I got to it at the midpoint, and my car started slipping. I just threw the emergency brake on and left. Tilted it. <laughs> it was that. like it just slid to a part part where I guess it hit some snow and stopped. And I was like, it lives here now. Yep. And it, uh, maybe I'll never see it again. That's the best move. There's, that's the only move. To be honest, you did you did a, an ex- advanced move. That driveway, that those stairs. Every person who's lived in that house, it's drawn blood. Oh wait, no, actually, Daly, you didn't get. No, I've, the only I've never person fallen down at fallen once. Down the fucking stairs. I almost did a couple of times shoveling it, but I had a friend, my friend Kevin. Um, he fucking fell, and he's a lawyer, and <laughs> he fucking fell down my front steps hard, my brick or brick and slab fucking steps. Yeah. Like he was like, gah, 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 and like hit the platform, and I was like. Don't sue me. Like as soon as he hit the ground, like the first thing that came out of my mouth, do not sue me. <laughs> I warned you about the driveway. You hold or the the stairs. Our shit is dangerous. Our shit, shit is, is dangerous. Stupid dangerous. Mm-hmm. So in the news, my friend. Yes. We've recently, I would say in the last two months, talked about blown away. Uh, okay, the uh, Nicole Eggert vehicle. Okay, good. Not the other so, stupid one about bombs. No. The Rip It one. No. With the Hames and Nicole Eggert's bodies? Yes. Now, if I was a UPS guy, so, I'd like to rip it. Nicole Eggert drops no story more. that has Scott Bayo blown away. What do you mean? That's my pun. Oh, okay. Actress Nicole Eggert appeared on Megyn Kelly today. That's today, mm-hmm. this morning. Um, Wait, is Megyn Kelly that like fucking crazy right one? She She's to the highest bidder. What? She's really just... I, I saw her... Actually, Daly and I both saw her on an install we did for Fox News. Uh, she looked good in her life. She she's always on the camera, so when she's off, she like keeps it down, like she wears a Yankee hat and oh, no yeah, makeup yeah. and shit, and she's chill. But she's totally bitchy and mean. No, I no. mean, I guess you have to be like in that place, in that building with like the Bill O'Reillys, who was actually nice to me. I gotta say, even though he's an asshole, um, like it's it, she. You could tell like she was just like, I need to be top alpha bitch, or someone's gonna try and fuck with me. Yeah, I get so, it. So. She was a real see you next Tuesday, but I got it. There's just like this this outbreak of young, blonde, attractive, like investigative reporters, for lack of a better word. You know, yeah. like everybody I see reporting now is just like this young, attractive blonde girl. I don't know. Because there were probably so many attractive people that could have been like taken seriously and no one wanted to because they're like, oh, you're so cute. Right. We're going to let this old British dude tell the news because yeah. he's old and British. Now, <laughs> fuck that. What happened to that girl? Speaking of uh, the blondes, what happened to that chick who was like on Facebook and then she became the Fox, like Tony something or other, that blonde chick that was She's all She's right like pro-Trump. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's Didn't one of the ones. hired by like a main I think so, but that's one of the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm saying like what happened to her though? I haven't like heard of her do you Since think she got me? Do you think some of that's an act? Because if I was, Fuck if yeah. I was a fucking really like attractive young, I mean, I think that girl's like twenty three or twenty four years old or yeah. something. If I was a very young, attractive blonde girl, that guys would be ultra like fitting the the exact model of what we we deem as highly attractive in America. Uh, I and like whether what my my political leanings was, I like knowing that I could get up there and take a pro right and then have all those people like worship me. You know what I mean? Like because nobody takes that stance. Like if you see like a really attractive girl, you're probably going to think that she might mean lean a little bit more liberal or something like that. Or you know what I mean? But like to have somebody that's like really super ultra attractive and then also being like. You know, I support Trump and everything he does, like anti this, anti that, anti abortion, anti fucking all the things that women tend to be liberal on. Praise Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you could get a lot of men that are like, yeah, just throwing money at you. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's maybe it is an act. Maybe she'll atone for her sins on someday. Okay, so what happened with Scott Bayo? Oh. Micro penis? <laughs> I like that that's your theory. <laughs> um <clears throat> no, she went on uh, Megan Kelly today to address claims she made on social media about how Scott Bayo sexually molested and abused her while they starred in Charles in Charge in the 80s. Did his looks in fact kill? No, but she did get zapped. <laughs> Again. Eggert describes how Bayo, who is 11 years older than her, zeroed Bayo, in on her short Bayo, 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 Bayo. Watch aye, out, it's got Bayo. Sorry. Um, I'll sh- let you zeroed in on her all- shortly after she joined the show in 1987 at age 14. He immediately took to me and befriended me, earning my trust. He expressed his love for me, and he talked about marriage in the future. And then before my 15th birthday... We were at his house in his car in his garage and he reached over and he penetrated me with his finger. And that is when the sexual touching and abuse started. So he was 25 and she was 15 Mm. and he was trying to finger blast. It's fucked up, Bayo. I know it was a different time, but still, you got to know that that is way fucked up. Well, uh, she goes on to say that Bayo's inappropriate touching continued through the age of 16. And then when she was 17, they had a sexual intercourse for the first time. Kelly gently pressed Egger to answer Bayo's defenses. Um, Wait, 16 she had sex with him? 17. 17, okay. Um, so Kelly talks about how that uh, Bayo went on Facebook Live to defend himself. And he did like a 16-minute live interview and that she has saying that Eggert has in the past repeatedly and publicly characterized her relationship with Bayo at the time as both consensual and more innocent than rumors had alluded to. Mm. So Also, what does he care? His career is over with. I would just go on there and be like, yo, guys, you remember when you're watching Charles in Charge and you were all j- jacking it to that chick? Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I finger blasted that girl. No one's putting me in a movie anyway, so fuck it. It's crazy, though. She, she goes on to say, if I could go back to younger Nicole, Eggert told Kelly... I would tell her that she doesn't have to be ashamed that she was a victim. Shame plays such a weird part and such a strong voice. You lie. I didn't want anybody to look at me and think I was weak. I didn't want anybody to look at me and think, oh, victim. And it's not until now that I see other people coming forward and how many women I talk to that has it has happened to. And it's more common than not, unfortunately. And when I talk to other women, I don't think oh, you're weak, you're a victim. So it's made me realize that it's not gross and it's not embarrassing. I don't know what to think about this. 
I, I don't want to dismiss anybody's experience, and it's very <clears throat> true. It could be very true that she did feel like a victim, and if that's the case, she has every right to discuss it. The thing that I want to bring attention to is that now at the at the other side of this bell curve that is the Me Too movement, seems like a lot of people that are coming out are victims are people that have not had a career in a long time. Yeah, that's it's and and I it whatever. sounds cynical and, and yeah. yes, it's human. It's that's it's just humans' way of fucking thinking that. Well, I mean, I don't know. Look, I again, I I, I don't want to sound insensitive, but. Well, I can tell you. I mean, this like the Scott Bayo thing has been around for a long time, yeah. and I get it. She might feel more uh, like empowered now to do it because everybody else is doing it. But it, like at a certain point, whether it is or not, like you got to understand, it, it's kind of might look like an attention grab, especially coming from an actress who hasn't worked in twenty years. Yeah, and then Bayo, like I said, he went on Facebook, right? Yeah. So his side is he goes. He responded to the allegations that he molested his former co-star Nicole Eggert when she was fourteen. That she tweeted all that shit, and then uh, she accused him of penetrating her digitally at the age of 14. <laughs> yo, that shit ain't real. It was digital, yo. Yeah, he used a green screen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Then I'm real pissed. See? There's a fucking chink in the armor right there. That bitch is crazy. It was digital. That's fucking fake. <laughs> um, but he issued a statement claiming her claims were 100% lies, and he went on Facebook Live, uh, filmed by his wife. I swear to God, Devin, if look, can we play like fucking two minutes of it? Please, because it's Here's so if, ridiculous. Once you start hearing his wife, I almost lean towards her being on the right side of this thing. If he's got to come out with a Facebook Live recant of like her shit, like well, I, if yeah. if it's not true, like I probably wouldn't even bring it up. Well, again, like, yeah, like he's not getting affected by this. No, but you he's send that one parts. statement is like, hey. Like this didn't happen. Yeah, I'm putting my foot down. Right, I'm putting it on record. I didn't fucking finger blast that L- bitch. Like they're still gonna let him play Hamlet yeah. in the park fucking pr- presentation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's not losing a movie. Yeah, g- yeah. Gigger. No one's, no one's m- calling Scott yeah. Bayo up for work. Right. He's not not making Knoxbury Farm right. next month uh, for the Jam Fest. And, J- and Joni's dead, so Joni. Well, that's loves my Chachi, thing. Ain't coming back. Joni. She fucking went to her grave with all the Scott Bayo scars. Yeah, she never got to talk about it. Well, no, you know her her career needed a reboot. No wonder fucking what's his name became a crazy Christian. What was his name on that show? <sighs> Buddy, Buddy, he, Buddy. Yeah, he was in that. Are you ready for this? <laughs> this is so good. I hope a commercial doesn't come on first, but if it does, cut it. Hi, um, I'm here today uh, to talk about some allegations that have made against that have been made against me that are untrue. By somebody named Nicole Eggert. Scott Bayo sounds like an old the Jewish man. The reason I'm doing Facebook Live. He looks like one in his office. Is because he's sitting. Nobody here. can edit me. That's Bob Loblaw. Nobody can change. What's what annoying I me is that he has a these are my words. Dry fit Nike turtleneck on. And what I'm telling you under is a the truth. So Under Armour jacket. All these false claims. I can't take that. My reputation is being damaged. My family is being put through this. Hoy I'm bay. done. I'm done. I'm done. So, That's what my mom says when she's mad. This. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, Devin. I'm done. Methodically I'm done. and hopefully succinctly. And please be patient. Because what I'm being accused of is horrible. I'm being accused of inappropriately touching her, Nicole Eggett, when she was a minor. And having sex with her when she was a minor. That's what I'm being accused of. I've had it. Let's in 2007, 
get to the meat here, buddy. Yeah, if I'm looking down, folks, I have papers here. But he loves that. He this, has all okay? the documents in front of him. In 2007, <laughs> he pulls out a vagina. This is obviously an 18 year old vagina. It's a Polaroid. Scott Bay was 45 and <laughs> this single. This is a 14. It's like a drawing, <laughs> a reenactment. She's been in our home. My wife and I, in our home. Where my wife sleeps, where my kids she play with their toys. Friend. She was her friend. And, and uh, <clears throat> accusing me, in 2017, she started rumors. 2012. In, I'm sorry, in 2012, <laughs> she started, um, I'm reading this as I go, 2012, she started rumors that Scott I had sex with her when she was a minor. I'm going right? to start doing that so, kind of shit during the daily grind. 17 is illegal, and I'm going to disprove that that happened. <laughs> That's what she said. Daily so during 2012 <laughs> and 2013, she was promoting three reality shows, and all of a sudden, these claims came up again. All right. I wanted to get the wife one more time. But doing inappropriate things. There's other parts where and the wife is just talking. Like, So what's his explanation for it? He can't deny having sex with her. He, but does he say he had sex with her when she was of age? He does. He and says it was complicit? It, it was uh, totally complicit and consensual. Right. Uh, the, yeah, um, like, <laughs> Jesus, that's how crazy I am. Um, Maybe it was complicit, though. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been, it could have been explicitly complicit. <laughs> fuck did i say complicit <laughs> holy because shit because you're around me and that made sense to me and i was mm. like wait if it makes sense to me it can't be right yeah um yeah he says that she he even has proof he's saying that she's full of shit that of her age of when she was on charles in charge too he's like she wasn't even on charles in charge until she was 18 really his, that's the, not i true. don't know if his shit's not true but i think it's so funny he's like it's like the the fucking Roman Maroney defense. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, Farging she wasn't in the Fargan movie until she was 18, you f- ice holes. Oh, no, Scott, she was 14. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, well, then I fingered a 14. Yeah, I, I fucked up. <laughs> Never mind, he just shuts YouTube on. Just <laughs> I'm sorry. Time for Scott Bayo to take a little social media break, kids. Hmm. But yeah, so he fights back and he says, uh, he says, I remember her calling me and asking me to come over and coming into my house one time and seducing me. Scott Bayo says in the video, any normal heterosexual red-blooded American guy, the outcome would have been the same. You, you, you can't fall for that. That's just true. Yeah. Now, look, the underage thing is the only thing that, that's, a, that's a problem there. I mean, look, who, he was Scott fucking Bayo. Yeah, man. that's another chicks, thing. Chicks He's like, were I was, fucking nuts for that dude. And like, I believe even if she was 14, I, I think she was down for it. It's not like he... It's not like he's some lecherous fucking like yeah. Weinstein looking mother. It's Scott motherfucking like, I gotta have that Eggert. Right. And this is the 80s. That dude was like the hottest property around. Just picture she, him she. wiping down his fucking IROC. <laughs> I was raised on the radio. I mean, it, granted, if he had done that, he's in the wrong. It was wrong. Yeah. But I think she was fucking a willing participant, even though she may have been a minor when some of the diddling occurred. I feel like people are too afraid to admit the the filth and, and dirty thoughts that are in their head. When I was a little kid, all I wanted to do was bang a teacher or bang someone. Mm-hmm. And then you get these, like we talk about kids getting raped. That's how I'm starting my argument. Okay. Um, Shit, this went south. When you're talking about <laughs> teachers like molesting boys Yo! or whatever, and we're like, dude, that's... That's not how it goes. Like, no, mm-hmm. like boys don't come back like 10 years later and they're like, yo, get that teacher. She sucked my dick. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because everybody already knows because you already told everybody the day exactly, after it happened. You fucking high fived everybody. Mm-hmm. You had a fucking beat palm from the high fives that you were trying to throw out that day. If a teacher, if I was in elementary school and a teacher sucked my dick, I would call a fucking assembly in the gym. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, 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 I'm here to say. 
<laughs> I swear to but God. I, here's here's the weird thing is I I know for a fucking fact that when I was in high school there was this uh, young handsome male teacher. Mm-hmm. Did you Chick- suck his dick? No, no, no. <laughs> he but, knows for a fact that he did. But, yeah. But chicks were banging that dude left and right, and it wasn't like he was doing any of the work. I mean, yeah, he fucked up and, and he did it, but he wasn't looking for that shit. They were throwing it at him. This yeah. is where you have to be an throwing honest person. It at him. If you were a teacher, well, let's start. I'll, if I was a teacher and I got put in that situation, that's the reason I'm not a teacher. Mm-hmm. Because I, I need to be away from shit like that. Sure. If filthy things like that happen to me, I think. You know how we say, like, it only takes that one split second to fucking drive off a fucking cliff and you're Slash dead. Style. I think I, there's a chance, I won't say the odds, but there's a chance I would make the poor decision and put, put in that scenario. And then two years later, that kid fucking is like, oh, that motherfucker raped me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, Shit. now, first of all, I would just like to say, I think the expression is it takes one split, I swallowed your cum to drive off a bridge. Squallowed. But, but um, I squallowed your cum. Especially when the teacher is like 22. Like, you know, like a lot of times these dudes are like 22 to 25 and they got 17, 18 year old girls, you know, like, or whatever it is. I'm not trying to make excuses for it, but you're right. It's like, you might go in not having any intention and and all the right convictions and morals and saying like that's something I would never subject myself to but until it's thrown at you like you said daily like you don't know what you're in in the it, bad decision you're going to I make. um I actually did diddle an underage girl once <laughs> all right because so anyway it was fun being on the awkward i5 no. podcast thank you for all the support if and you thought uh, we'll the see you later oxycodone was okay <laughs> ah, you see you found your fucking devin limit my friend i did chase him right out of there <laughs> No, that shit happened. So, okay, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. Tell your fucking story. She was, to my defense, oh, yeah, I had no defense. It was was wrong. Mm -hmm. I should not have done what I did, but yeah. Was Chunk involved? No, 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 this chick was 17. She was literally like two weeks from her 18th birthday. So, where was Evan on like vacation or something? I wasn't talking (laughs) about that. He was in a box at that time. (laughs) But this chick showed me her shit. Mm hmm. I mean, as and showed it to me. Yeah. She was in a bikini and said, what do you think about that? And kind of pulled it to the side. And I was like, I, I, I'm a fan of those. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, those. you have one of those? I like one of those. So, yeah. So uh, some, things, some things had happened. And uh, then, then I, I ran. You ran so far away? I literally, I literally got up and just fucking left. Really? Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is fucked up. I, I, I couldn't go through with it. But I had every intention of it. I, hmm. but I, yeah. I, I and you, how old were you? You were nineteen. Oh God, no. No. Are you? How old are you? Mm. I was about to. Maybe I was getting mixed up in my story. I don't know. Twenty-five, twenty-nine ish. Oh fuck! And she was sixteen. Seventeen, bro. Seventeen. All right, but still. two two weeks away Hi, from her eighteenth birthday. Ron Jeremy. Hi, Ron You're Jeremy. Listening to Porno Son. <laughs> what the fuck is this? All right. Okay, Daily. <laughs> don't try to sexualize this. <laughs> Tell us the story. That was it. Oh, fuck. I mean, do you want the real story? Because yeah. I, I can fucking... Go ahead. I, I guess know, the man. statute of limitations is uh, up on this. That was a good callback. So. <laughs> this is callback day. Yeah, but... No, it wasn't a callback. That was me looking at you with hatred. She that can't. was a callback of hatred. <laughs> but like, Scott, So, yes, it was a callback. Like Scott Bay was saying, she she seduced me. I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. It's it's a hard situation. I, uh, yeah, some, some high school friends of mine were throwing a kegger. And uh, they called me while I was at work asking me to bring them more beer because they were underage kids. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I'm incriminating myself on many levels. 
But anyway, then I got the meth. <laughs> I fucking said, yeah, I'm not going to get off work till like 730. I probably won't even be there till eight. So probably not going to be getting you booze. But, you know, mm-hmm. I'll get there. And if you need more, I'll go get you more. So I get there and they're all high school kids. So they're already out of the game at like eight o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. It's Florida. There was a pool. There was swimming involved. People are in, you know, bathing suits and whatnot. Less than bikinis. Pretty much there was only one conscious person to, yeah, this chick and, and the dude that I knew that I was actually going was there. Was he driving a Lamborghini? Mm-hmm. Nah. But, but uh, yeah, and the chick was in her bikini, and the dude, she wanted to lose her virginity to some high school dude that was there with her, but he passed out and puked on the on the floor, was sleeping in a puddle of his own vomit. Oh, teenage boys. And I guess she she was just like, I was ready to, to, to get my fuck on, and uh, I know this guy. Yeah. Fuck it, good enough. And she proceeded to show me her hoo-ha. Okay. Yeah. I st- uh, okay. Look. That's I- how it went down, man. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> that's, you heard it here, folks. That's I, shit. I, I mean, I, I sympathize with Scott Bayo because if uh, that's how it was, you know. I'm not going to condone your actions, but I understand where you're coming from. He's like, I supersize with you, bro. I got I got to. But, but I, I, I did have a conscious and, and did, did disengage from the situation and, you know, left because I was like, this is wrong. Right. I felt it. Even though. <laughs> well, it's like. I you, wouldn't pass that up now. Well, like. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, so <laughs> no. um, uh, it will. It, it's it, it is hard because it like and take this as you will. And I'm not I'm not defending this at all. I I think that if you're if you're somebody who's uh, overage. And even if a girl a younger age, despite how attractive or not attractive she is, is making you, you do need to respond, be a responsible adult, and pull yourself away from that that uh, situation after at least. 10 to 15 seconds of fellatio. But that is absolutely the fucking the situation. But it is going against the, I, the, it is going against nature because that's it does as, make me feel good. As animals, <laughs> that's what we did. How you cool know what I that? mean? Men propagated with younger women to keep the How species cool alive. <laughs> it's genetically encoded, man. I got two stories. No, I agree. Go, please. Okay, one time. Uh, one time I was at a party, a friend of mine had a party. Um, we were probably in our early twenties, which would have made his younger sister probably about 15 or 16 years old. And his younger sister had a bunch of friends and, uh, you could definitely tell that they were like the, they were like the, the promiscuous girls at their age. And, um, we were all in the kitchen and upstairs. It was one of these parents are gone for the weekend, you know, kind of deal. And uh, we were all up in the kitchen upstairs, and his sister's room was on in the hallway going to the bathroom. And uh, she had friends over as well, but they were all, you know, relegated to the room. Don't come out. You know, my friends are out here and blah, blah. But uh, I walked to the bathroom a few times, and every time I walked to the bathroom, they would pop out and be like, hey. And I'd be like, hi, and just be nice. And then the next time, they're like, hey, why don't you come in here? And I was like, oh, you know, I can't. And the next time I walked by, they all flashed me. And then, like, the next time I walked by, they were, like, had, you know, like, completely were doing their thing. And, like, why don't you come in here? And, I'll, and I'm going to be honest with you. I had that, that urge of, holy shit, there's, like, four girls what was here. the ages again? They're, like, probably 16, you know, and I was, like, 19, 20. She got that. 
nice. Well, look, titty. I but I but I recognized how wrong the situation was, and I I actually started using the downstairs bathroom for the rest of the night. Wait a second. Wait a second. So. They flashed you some titties. Uh-huh. And you were like... Now, uh, in my defense, or, or I think that they were probably doing this to everybody. I don't think it was just, we're just going to we're just gonna select Devin out of the crew. I think that they were just like boy crazy, and there was all these young men there, and they were trying to do whatever they can to get attention. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like... And I saw the situation, mm-hmm. and I was like, and, and you know what? Like, that's... You're like, I shouldn't have looked at that, and I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to go away from the situation from now on, and I did. Now, I'll tell you another story. This I know for a fact that I was 19 and uh, we went to a party and I've actually been denying this my whole life. And I'm just going to say my whole life. It came up a few times afterwards, but I always denied it. But uh, but uh, we went to a party and there was a 16 year old girl there. I knew that she was 16 years old and she was she was like all over me all night. Like one of those things where like you would go to another room and all of a sudden she'd be right next to you and then you'd try to leave and go to another room. She would try to be right next to you. And I was, you know, I was 19 years old. I was getting really fucking drunk. And, uh, at the end of the night, you know, she, I think it was her house. It might've been, it might've been another older brother situation, but I know that she, she lived there or it was her best friend's house and she was staying there or something like that. And it was time for us to go. And she came up to me and she's like, why are you leaving? And I was like, all my friends are leaving. And she's like, well, why don't you stay here? And I was like, because I don't want to stay here. I, I would like to leave. And, uh, and, uh, she was like, well, if you stay here and then she grabbed my face and started making out with me. And, and I think, I guess, I guess one of the, uh, one of my friends saw it happen but I quickly diffused the situation. Like, you know, it was probably a few seconds tops. And then I was like, hey, you're really nice, but I'm too old. I just can't be I can't be here for this. But I was so ashamed of even doing that, like that, that it actually came up a few times afterwards where people like, asked me about it. Like, did we see you? And I was like, nah, I flat out denied it because <laughs> I didn't even want that to be like a, a mark on my record. You're like, We cannot do this. You're way too young. No, no, not at all. There was one other time where um, uh, me and Richie, when we were working at Bob's Market and Dildo, which we talked about uh, ad nauseum when he was on the podcast. Again, we were probably like 19, 20, home from college for the for the summer, working in summer jobs, just trying to make some money. And these two girls rolled into town, fucking unbelievably attractive girls. Uh, and they were coming in every day and they were like really digging us. And there's two of them and there's two of us. And they were like, yeah, we're here for the rest of the weekend. We're here kind of on vacation or whatever. Like our parents have a house down here. We're just here to go to the beach. And um, and me and Richie were all like, yeah, these girls are awesome. And the girl that I was talking to is like this beautiful blonde chick with like an unbelievable body. And uh, we 13, we we were sit. I was actually sitting on a bench down, you know, down the street from where we are right now uh, on my lunch break. And she was sitting with me and all completely flirting and everything. And, uh, and I was like, hey, me and Richie have a party to go to tonight. Do you and your friend want to come to the party? And she was like, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, she was like, let me just ask you know, my parents to make sure it's cool that we get out. And I was just like, now, we were still at the age where, like, if they were 18 or something like that, like, I guess that's still feasible. But, you know, it's something about it. And I was like, wait, how old are you? You know how old she told me she was? 14 fucking years old. No way. This girl did not look anything like 14 years old it not like not once in my mind now again i was a young person myself i was a young guy myself but still not for one second in my mind like if we saw a 14 year old girl right now we'd be like that's a 14 year old girl i i thought that that girl was my age if not older it didn't occur to me at all that this girl could be that young and as soon as she said that i was like 
I like literally did like, I was like, I can't, I can't talk to you. I'm sorry. It was very nice meeting you, but I thought you were at least five years older than you are. And see you later. Mm -hmm. I had a a similar situation when I was in the army. I was 20 and my roommate was 21 Uh and we were hanging out on the weekend. uh, And he spit on his hand. Yeah, no, we went into (laughs) town, which was 40 miles from our post. And Ang Lee said, cut. (laughs) And uh, we went to like an Arby's. Because mm-hmm. that was a big deal for us, just any fast food. Um, but uh, the, the why? Because I just knew I had to put shit on my face to go get food. Exactly. <laughs> so the chick behind the counter was cute. Mm. We, t- you know, we got our food. She took our order, and then like we sat down, and I and my friend had his back turned to her, but she kept looking over at us, and I thought she was looking at me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yo, that chick keeps looking over here." I was like, "I'm, I'm going to go fucking talk to her," which was really out of character. Mm-hmm. for me but i was like that chick is banging hot yeah so i went up talk to her and then she's like yeah what are you guys doing later like me and my cousin are gonna hang out you guys want to fucking meet up with us and i was like yeah i'm like your cousin is that a, a dude or because you know i'm trying to look out for my boy she's like no my cousin's a girl i was like yep we'll fucking be there so we got <laughs> the number we fucking met up with her turns out she she was looking at my buddy which was fine with me. I don't care. <laughs> was your yeah. buddy's name Evan? No. God damn Evan. No, this dude's dead now. Oh, okay. Um, like you wish Evan was. Yeah. Now he hung himself. Good times. Yeah. From a guitar string? <laughs> Maybe. But uh, A lot of musical references. So, so we, we end up hanging out with these chicks. We were, we were going to go to Vegas. And we were like now two or three now. hours from Vegas. And my, <clears> my car had a blowout. So we ended up having to put the fucking donut on, and I was like, yeah, we're not going to Vegas. I'm not driving to Vegas on a fucking donut. So we just got a fucking hotel room, and I was like, is it this easy? (laughs) (laughs) Is it this easy? (laughs) Apparently, yes. So we we banged those chicks. (laughs) In the same room. (laughs) No, no. Okay. (laughs) The the kicker is, is like, the cousin was 19. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, so you were in the clear. Yeah, I'm in the clear. What was it? Was Okay. The other chick was 16. Oh. We didn't know till later on. Yeah. So we went to hang out with them again. Like, we were going to meet up and take them to the movies or whatever. So we get to the house. It's the 16-year-old girl's house. And the fucking parents come out. Start writing down my license plate number. And I was like, hey, how you doing? Why Why are you doing that? Well, we just want to make sure we don't we don't know you guys taking taking our daughter out and was like that's what that's when we found I didn't fuck her he did <laughs> well no we found out then that she was sixteen because like for one parents we weren't thinking yeah, yeah, parents yeah, yeah. were going to be involved we thought this chick was like eighteen nineteen twenty maybe oh yeah sixteen so did you just like leave them there see ya or did you still take them to the movies yeah that was the last time yeah, we, yeah. Out, like, we went to the movies we dropped them bitches off and it was like. Dude, you fucked a 16-year-old. He was like, Jesus, don't say it so blatantly. This, <laughs> Why can't you admit that, though? That that's the moment where, we're, where you're young. You're just like, fuck. Because it, in this in this uh, environment now, it sounds so bad. It does, but that shit happens. No, it I know. still happens. I know. It's still happening. People, it's like the death of hard to get. It's the death of... There are things that and what about, I in, like find endearing of my history of like romance or, or you right. know, chasing after girls. And now it's kind of like... Wait, was this a bad memory? Like, yeah. should, like you know what I mean? Like, well, it, you know, I've told my stories before about times where I've been overly assertive and just blown up in my face, and those those are still some of the cringiest moments that I keep with me. Yeah. And but it, what about you know? You kind of bring up a good point. Is like you, we re- all remember being in high school and maybe like 
and like kind of pining over like the most attractive girl in high school. Yeah. And who did that girl always date? Dudes like the three dicks. or four years old. No, but dudes like three or oh, four yeah, years older, older than him. Yeah, older dudes. like a seventeen-year-old junior or seventeen-year-old <clears throat> senior was always dating a guy in college who had to, who had to be over. You know, like yeah, like in fucking Teen Wolf. Isn't that guy, even though for some reason he's like... Uh, I like how you're citing a movie where somebody literally turns into a wolf to back up a point. All truth story. <laughs> All true facts. I mean, because nothing, you know, really fucking shows no, wait, what how many real people? life is like than Teen Wolf. You know what the well, most... No, I'm saying most, high, most movies <laughs> where the chick has a, like her boyfriend's... Yeah, like, the he's older like dude. A, and Yeah, he's an older college guy. He's not just a younger college guy. You're like my old... Uh, my, I had a Chinese professor for... Um, I forget what it was. Is it my cheeks? Uh, no, but he he was the, uh, he. I had him two years in a row, and he's this Asian guy who like spoke very broken English, and he'd always be like, uh, "Movies that depict college life: Scream One, Scream Two. <laughs> and I'd always be like, "Out of all of the movies that depict college life, like you get you got House. fucking Animal House, Van Wilder, fucking uh, whatever, choose whatever movies you want. You pick Scream One, Scream Two, like not even Scream One, Scream One and Two, like they're fucking back to back tandem Either one movies. Good. Yeah, but those were high school movies. Were they? Those yeah. kids were oh, high really? school. Well, no, See? Scream 2 was college. Was it college? Yeah. Oh, okay. What, uh, Scream 1 was Scream definitely one, they still were seniors. You know what the fakest thing about Teen Wolf is? Is when Styles fucking surfs on that van, they would get pulled over so quick. That would be like, yo, check this out. Beep. They're not even... And then it's like, where are they? In LA? Where were they? Ohio, oh, I think. No, maybe it was true then. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Styles throws a beer at Scott's dad. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, what a dick move. This guy fucking chucks a beer at his friend's dad and is like, hang ten, motherfucker. Now, I've been I've been thinking about this whole Scott Bayo Nicole Eggert thing mm. while I've been talking about this, and I've come to a final definitive conclusion. Okay. Fuck both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't seriously fuck both of you guys. I don't know who's lying and who's not, but I can't live in a world where I let Nicole Eggert and Scott Bayo back into my life in 2018. Yeah. Which I'm just realizing that I've probably have been saying 2017 this whole episode. Bayo was fucking like rallying for Trump and shit. The whole time he was doing that, he it's was enough. like coming back to like that Charles was going to revive, re- revive his is uh, in charge of me. You know what I'm going to say? Take Nicole Eggert, although thank you for blown away, but take Nicole Eggert, fucking Scott Bayo, the whole cast of Floor House. I'm going to throw in a Kirk Cameron and anybody else from that time period. Oh, Fuller House. And, yeah, the whole cast of Fuller House and fucking just go, go away. Sitcom go world. diddle each other. Well, the whole the, the worst part about this story, and I'd say the absolute worst part, and it really broke my fucking heart, is I saw pictures of Nicole Eggert now. She's yeah. a fucking goddamn she-beast now. Oh, stop she's it. A big she dude. Went, I'm sure she's she big. went from being like the only thing I could ever think about and now she's Nicole the Eggert because <laughs> she is the yeah, Eggert. Who's that chick that was she in is uh, the Eggert? The chick that was in Romancing the Stone. Oh, uh, I want to go see her, dude. Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner. She's gonna remember be how hot she was. Mania you remember in... Kathleen Turner for Romancing the Stone? I remember. Well, yeah, well she's she Jessica Rabbit. Is she Jessica Rabbit? That she's the voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit. But but she looked really good back then. Yeah. Now, now you look at her and you're like. Good. That's the same thing with well, Nicole life Eggert. happens. Well, now she's man. a sassy woman who's got experience. Age is a bitch. What are you going to do? That's why you don't you don't put your hooks in a beauty daily because it's all going to disappear. That's what I've been trying to tell every woman I've ever wear. Not my beauty. He's I'm like, like don't get used to th- don't get used to this because it's fading. Daily's like, I'm, my beauty's in this thick dick. <laughs> I'm going to look this good till the day I die, which maybe 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> next week. I don't know. Well, they say die young, leave a good-looking corpse. Mm-hmm. Some say uh, ride it till the wheels will fall off. Yes. Live Some every day like it's your last. Mm-hmm. I have other news for you. Yeah. Besides this Scott Bayo nonsense. Mm-hmm. This is going to make you happy. Is it? Kind of. I hope so. Because I need baseball a, related, I too. need a little fucking ca- a palate cleanser from all this sexual abuse that we've been discussing. Yes. And mostly because you realize that you got an abuser right next yeah. to you. I, I did job, diddle dude. a 17-year-old. <laughs> He's like, Stop saying what it. What did he say before? He's like, and I'll do it today. <laughs> no, I said I wouldn't pass it up today. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't pass it up today. I would have. I would have fully gone through with. Bang. Oh, seventeen! Yeah. Shut up, girl. Don't the, fuck up the sh- story. I can tell you one thing for sure that the title of this episode will not reflect in any way <laughs> the fact diddles. that Daily Diddle somebody. This is just that's just gonna be a little nugget that you're gonna find out if you listen to oh, this, but it will on. not be advertised. You can't make it. But and it was Daily would diddle that seventeen-year-old again too. No. <laughs> but it was consensual diddling. <laughs> It was consensual. I'm going to go on the record and say that that girl definitely wanted to be diddled. <laughs> she used to do she a diddle, but a diddle wouldn't do it, so the diddle got mow and mow wow. So the, the news for you, Devin. Oh, please. The Cleveland Indians. Yes. They are no longer going to have the Chief Wahoo logo oh, on Jesus. their uniforms anymore. All right. Getting well, rid of it. Whatever. That's it, fine. It's going away. Just do it, it. Whatever. Just give into all the uh, the SJW shit. I, and look, I, I get it. If the Indians were actually offended by it, I would say, by all means, I do not want people to be offended they by are. something, but they're not. No, some, some of them are. Some of them are pissed. I some definitely, of, I definitely uh, saw some videos yeah. of like Native Americans, like, all right, fine. If ca- that's kind of trolling outside the fucking Cleveland, yeah. Indian if stadium, that's the case, like, then fine, take it away. One of their signs was, uh, and I, didn't, I never thought about this until I saw the the sign. But they were like, "This is uh, this is our version of blackface." Yeah, and it I had the it. wahoo, and I was like, I "Oh shit." But I've met plenty love the of Native Americans who did endorse those teams only because of those fucked up logos. Like, I met... Like, that's our team! Yeah! I just... Like, I like why the, they fucking hey, essays? That's, Everybody! Lenapies! That's like me Small being... Small the peace pie! Everybody, hit your tipi! I'm not offended by the Fighting Irish logo. No, right. That's I mean... A, that's why... That's why the goofy whole, sports logo. That's it's why not, the whole world should look to the Irish. Nobody is made fun of more than the Irish. Nobody is made fun more fun Number one, let me... I've said this before. Nobody's made fun of more than the Irish. Everyone calls them drunks. Everyone calls them fucking mother lovers. Everyone calls them small dick fucking... Why mother lovers? Because they're all obsessed with their mothers. And and uh, and I thought that was the Italians. And, well, it's also the Irish. <laughs> and fucking and then it's they're supposed to have small dicks. They there's a team called the Fighting Irish where it's literally a leprechaun in a fighting stance. <laughs> and you know and there's a fucking cereal called Lucky Charms with a leprechaun chasing. There's all these things that the Irish should be upset about. And are they? No, they don't give a fuck because That's they're cool. Yeah, because they're cool ass people. And then you might say, well, the Irish, you know, they're white people. They don't really have to worry about much. No, one of the most oppressed races of fucking people on the face of this planet mm. ever in the history of earth but still don't give a fuck it's why their music is so sad now here's the thing i know <laughs> that they just lost their their figurehead and the girl whose last name we can't pronounce from that band Zombie. From the 90s. georgian Zombie. so maybe once they regroup maybe they'll take finally take on fucking uh notre dame for what they're worth but seriously maybe i'll start that campaign you should just to be a dick just yeah. to be a fucking nicole Eggert of the world <laughs> 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 and now I'm offended too. Well, you know what, Daly? If you do, do that, I hope a guy ten years your senior diddles you. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, if I start the diddling, then, <laughs> then it happens. But that was on me. Yeah, man. I don't. It, you know what? 
if if the Native Americans at large are offended, then fine, take it away. Yeah. Rename the Redskins. I want everybody to feel comfortable and safe. But I've never seen a situation where these fights these fights are being fought by anybody but privileged white people who are latching onto a cause because they think it's bad. And they're and I, one eighth Cherokee. Right, which is bullshit. I don't know. I'm gonna go out and buy a shitload of Cleveland Indians gear though, I'll tell you that. Well yeah. here's what let me <laughs> I don't, let you know, I just finish and then let me finish and we'll explain why that's a not a good idea. Okay. Oh, I'm doing it. It's not worth it. Does Daily ever do anything that's a good idea? Nope. So. I grew up with that shit, man. It's gonna be weird. What They're are they still gonna, gonna sell the Wahoo at the stadium. It's just not going to be on the uniform. They're hoping that by getting rid of the Wahoo on the uniform, okay. it will disenfranchise people from wanting the Wahoo. They don't want to just cut it cold turkey. They want to keep some racism in the park. But if you at the park, you can get stuff. Um, but they like M- MLB doesn't want people wearing the Wahoo. They don't want it anywhere. They want it. It's MLB really is pressing the organization to, to make this move. That's why they're not doing it until 2019, too. They're like, you have to fucking give us that, like time. Wait, it occurs to me, though, because uh, the Cleveland Indians were just in the World Series mm. two years ago or whatever mm. it was. Um, they Their hats haven't ended. Indian, it's just the Red Sea. It's the Red Sea. Yeah. But they, they're on the chest sometimes. Oh, okay. I don't know. I've, I used to have a fucking hat with it on there. Yeah, I, I mean, love I no, I'm just saying. A, in a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm definitely gonna go out and get a fucking Wahoo Wild thing jersey. You guys are racist bastards. Because I need it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand how these logos equate to racism because the it's a goofy depiction of an Indian. That's like saying all cartoons are racist because. Well, that's like saying that the fucking black faced cartoon is racist. It's the same thing. I don't. I don't see it as it's a character. Caricature. It's like a stereotype. You, you go to the fucking the the goddamn uh, what 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 is it? Coney Island, and someone draws a character caricature. Yeah, yeah. It's a difference. You're right. I mean, in a way, there's a bunch a of different goddamn ways. cartoon characters. There's a bunch not, of different ways to look at it, but I I don't know. He's not doing anything overtly like I don't know. We li- is he smoking a peace pipe? No, it's just a big head. I don't know. Yeah, I hear I you. I don't get it. It, the whole thing the whole thing annoys me so much on either end again i'm not trying to say that if people are offended they should be uh if people are offended they should they they should have some relief from that the power for the for the, the power the, daily power um <laughs> thank you but fuck was going i mean on we there. literally have a tyrant as a president i just uh, our 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 resources our 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 energy is sometimes like question, questionable where we spend it i don't know whatever let's move on from that moving on it's fucking stupid it's a baseball team what a tangled web we weave. And, and the braves are cool they literally fucking do the oh, yeah i, I um, i've watched david justice and he beat the shit out of halle berry i watched a video about this this morning and after he did i heard he looked at her and he said but justice there's, there's been a handful <laughs> There's been like five or six college teams that had those, you know, Indian type logos yeah. that have all changed their names. Mm. They dropped the Indian logo and changed their team name. And right. No one seems to give a fuck. Yeah, they say that. So the, yeah, I, I I can kind of get it if you want to move past it, to change the name. Yeah, they say uh, San Diego State University continues to use the Aztec Warrior for its logo after moving away from the more offensive Monty Montezuma. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, um, Coachella Valley High School is still home to the Mighty Arabs, although the school dropped the cartoonish mascot that once had a bomb on its chest. I'm go- <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Dave's deadpan is on point. 
I'm going to say, in, in a response to all this, I'm going to start my own high school, which I've been thinking about doing anyway. Um, and our mascot is going to be Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> Just a lazy, drunk, stone Mexican. There you go. And, it, and it's gonna, they're going to have to be like the Keyport, New Jersey. Oh, but you know what? The Keyport are Indians. Keyport, the town I live in, they're, they're, they're a high school mascot is Indians. One of, one of my favorite Mexican food, fast food places of all time. Taco John used the the logo used to be a Mexican dude like slumped up against a wall with a sombrero over his face sleeping. Yeah, and that was fine. I don't see that as racist. I see that <laughs> I as a good ass life. They don't have that as a logo anymore. It's just a hat now. I, I'll tell you what, man. If I lived in Mexico, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be sleeping against a building with a hat over my head, drinking. <laughs> that's exactly what I'd be doing. As a matter of fact, that's what most people want to go to Mexico to do. Is Speedy Gonzalez still in? The Warner Brothers cartoons? I'm sure. Like, how did they get away with that, that I don't one? Know. Yeah, because it's weird what we deem offensive and what we don't. Yeah. You know? So I like I again get Depends I get on it. who's got the I'm not supporting lawyers. I'm not supporting blackface. I don't think it should be out there. I'm not supporting if again if these if Native Americans are really are offended by these baseball and football teams and these names, then they should be changed because everyone should feel comfortable. It's just crazy how much effort we put into this. And, you know, like, of course, the owners of the Cleveland Indian and the, and the city of Cleveland at large are not racist. Like, this isn't a big joke of being like, we're going to show those Indians, <laughs> you know, like, it's just a fucking t- name they've had for years. It's a brand. It's a franchise that they're trying to keep. Uh, you know, I don't know. Don't support them then. Yeah, I think that, you know, that's what they're they're thinking. They're, uh, that's going to be. Like the the way that they get to it, I guess. Like they get put to sea, and yeah, then, no, I get it. Well, it's like, oh, you're gonna buy that? Mm. Yeah, it's racist. It. Don't buy it. I'm gonna get me a bunch of them hats tonight. I saw a uh, a meme because you know I'm always looking for dank memes, and it was somebody who tweeted uh, tweeted PETA, and now I sh- I know I'm all for uh, the ethical treatment of animals, so I shouldn't have found this funny, but I definitely do like when, pe- when, pl- when organizations get trolled. And honestly, I don't think PETA is the best organization. It's kind of like donating to the Red Cross. Anyway, the guy put up a picture of a white, like an albino mouse, and uh, and, and 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 tweeted at, like at, tweet, at PETA and said, oh, "I love this mouse so much. I'm going to adopt it. What should I name it?" And then PETA wrote back like. That's amazing. Even mice need homes. You know, it's a cute mouse. You should name it blah, blah, blah. And then the next thing, he fucking sent a picture of his snake eating the mouse. And he's like, never mind. I got sick of it. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Stoops. All right. I was, um, do we have anything else? Oh, yeah, I feel got, like we're, we com- we're puttering to the end. No, we've got daily stuff. Oh, let's calm. do some daily stuff. Do murder and calm go together? Calm and murder? It's fun. Murder? And come. This has been an explosive episode of AFI. AFI. Miss Murder. Almost died in that concert. I was listening to... If you died at an AFI concert, that would be the pussiest movie ever. No, I was getting crushed by thousands of people, and it sucked. I got, like, squished to a fucking fence, and I couldn't breathe. I had to punch my way out, which I had no problem doing. <laughs> Sometimes you got to throw bows until you're on the other side. <laughs> Sometimes you got to put shit on your face. You know, those 15-year-old kids go down <laughs> like like really easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them did you touch on the way out, you fucking savage? <laughs> no, no, no. I was physically assaulting them. I wasn't diddling them. Uh, okay. I was punching them in the Fair face. Enough. The AFI kids. Yeah. I was, I was listening. They're like, this guy's angry. 
Back away. Was this back when Davey Havoc would carry around the fucking black umbrella like he thought he was in the crow? Because that's when I stopped listening. No, no, no. They, they definitely were wearing a lot of fishnet shit. Yeah. Like, definitely fishnet shirts yeah. and shit. I wasn't, like, uh, into them. I was but out after that. I, uh... I, I went to see who oh, who was Rancid and Dropkick Murphy. There was a couple of good bands that mm-hmm. were actually playing that that day. Good bands, yes. And there was no diddling. There was no diddling. There was no diddling. No diddling. I said to them, "No salt. No salt." <laughs> Burn this fucking place down. All right, let's. Get, yeah. <laughs> Knew I had to put shit on my face to go get food. It was at this moment that he knew. It was at this moment that he knew. It was at this moment that he knew. Y'all hear that? Diabetes. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Food Danny Grind. Exotic Dancer Edition. 17-year-old edition. Right, I barely diddled her. Let's get, <laughs> Barely. <laughs> let's get off it, please. I don't even know if that's that's considered diddling what I did. Just move on to the next topic, Dave. <laughs> Dave, just move on to the next topic. It's a good thing that that uh, friggin' FF, FCC guy is going to squash podcasts and free internet so no one could hear this later on in life. <laughs> Yo, did you get your new Awkward High Five tape? <laughs> yeah, man. Pass it on. Look, man, I'm just being honest. No, I know. Sometimes. Andre. I know Andre 3000. Daily, let me Scott Bayer's wife you. Uh, Daily, get to the next one. <laughs> Doctor drugged by strippers. Not responsible for $135,000 scores bill. $135,000? 135K. God damn. Like, drugged by mean? strippers. I knew that shit was real. A prominent cardiologist who uh, would get his heart racing by playing doctor with strippers at scores is off the hook for 135k, which he racked up there. A Manhattan judge has ruled, dude. He's brought this to court, dude. Just call this guy Doctor Z. <laughs> don't say the name. I don't know. Why not? Go for it. A New Jersey Doctor Zayad. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. He, that, that dude's 44, and he was a victim. He was the fucking victim, man. Of criminal conduct. So let me get this straight. This guy went to a strip club with the intention of throwing money at strippers. Nope. Okay. He was drugged by four strippers and then fleeced with fraudulent billing. So he shouldn't have to pay the six-figure tab. Judge Kelly O'Neill Levy ruled Tuesday. Oh, so they, they charged him uh, It was like it wasn't right. No, they fucking... Um, they 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 found him at the hustler club like he was like fucking drug wasted scores when he, when he was there scores I'm sorry <laughs> um, damn did and, I just uh, call him yes, uh, the n word wow you did that's all right son that's it it's okay that shit happens up here that shit happens sometimes it just happens but yes it's, the, it's life in the ghetto my friend in the ghetto it's hard the long and short of it because that's a long you want to read that whole thing fuck no all right the long and short of it is this chick like fucking scoped him out. And fucking, like, got some girls to go drinking with him at a regular place. They drugged him, got him in a limo, got him back to scores. Ah. Like, weekend at Bernie's, this dude. Okay. They weekend at Bernie's, him. So he was out. For yeah, the and they threw down a party. Like, they partied. Right. They were there. 
And they just like kept running his name. Yeah, they keep that Moet coming. Yeah, like they fucking put glasses on his head. They fucking put a trench coat on him. Mm-hmm. And like anytime somebody said something, they like nodded him yes or no. Right. Are we gonna to upgrade from right. Moet to Cristal, son? <laughs> and he was just like, yo. Yeah. So, and so they they found all the drugs in his system, and and that they fucking uh, the the girl in three cohorts. They slipped tranquilizers into his drinks, then drove him to scores while they forged his signature on credit card receipts. Okay, well... And then just partied. Yeah. These were some mischievous... Yeah. ...strippers. And then... So the guy also sued a dude at the club because the guy went... Uh, the guy at the club got interviewed and he's like, if I had five dancers dancing for me, I think I'd be in the ICU too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good joke. So the guy's suing him for oh, that. Oh, come on. Like, now I don't like... You, at first I was feeling bad for this guy. Now I don't like him. Pay, cough up. Cough up the money. Nope. Those girls had the night of their lives. Nope. 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 Then that would be the first of your several daily grinds for this evening. Oh, several. Okay. We're just going to do this all night. Moving right along. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Y'all hear that? Two, one, zero. Damn, I got serious. Stripper punches out dude's teeth after he called her a bad mom. I just saw the Christmas version of that. <laughs> in a case of a toothless man in a topless bar, a Manhattan chef claims a sensitive stripper slugged him for insulting her mothering skills. And I may pull the fucking last initial on this fucking nightmare of a last name. Cooperstein. David Cooperstein, mm. 36, stopped with his pals at the Hustler Club in March 2015. This was the Hustler. When one of the dancers chatted up the group, she kept on talking to me, he recalled. She kept on having drinks with us. Some of my friends were throwing money at her. She told me all about herself and her family and her children and how they were f- fucking up with the police. I said, it sounds like you're a bad mother, he added, and I guess she didn't like it. The dancer punched Kustafferson. And he, as he was sipping his drink, knocking out his left front tooth in the process, he charges in a Manhattan Supreme Court lawsuit against the Mid- Midtown West Jiggle Joint. What a <laughs> fucking mouthful. <laughs> I'm going to take a break after that sentence. I've never heard it called a Jiggle Joint before. I like that. Fucking Jiggle Joint. Yo, seriously, you guys want to go to a Jiggle Joint? Mm. <laughs> Not a Jiggle Joint fan. No, I like a Jiggle Joint. I don't like the throwing of money at people. I think that's fucking awful. You were at a jiggle joint with me. You just saw me fall asleep. That's <laughs> how bored I was. I used to do a jiggle, but a jiggle wouldn't do it, so the jiggle came <laughs> How does he do it? How know. does he do it? It's magic, baby. So, so what uh, happened in this jiggle so, joint? So uh, within seconds, three or four bouncers surrounded me and escorted me out, he said. Uh, they bring me to the front. After a couple of minutes, they found my tooth on the floor and they brought it back to me. The manager allegedly pledged to pay the uh, private chef's dental bills. But later reneged. But later. He reneged, Coop Stuperstein claims. <laughs> the injury left Coop Stuperstein with a gap in his grill until he was 
was able to get a temporary fake tooth. Wait a minute, Daly. This guy's totally, his name used to be spelled S-T-A-I-N. <laughs> the last time I saw this Someone article, hit up that Hadron Collider. And what the fuck? All of a sudden, it's E-I-N. Stein, Steen, whatever. It's all the same. <laughs> it's oh, all God. Jewish. Oh, God. <laughs> One of the restaurants uh, I was interviewing for was called Smile. The ironry was very thick, he said. Yeah, it was kind of thick. I liked how you said ironry there. Ironry. Cooper Fristine. <laughs> I love every <laughs> Who is single, expects years of expensive dent- dental work ahead, including what? possible gum surgery, and is suing for almost $1 million in damages. All right, that's extreme. I used to have diamond teeth. Mm, yeah. I like this, and I read this verbatim. He want the Hustler Club to be held accountable. He said, <laughs> "Said his lawyer, <laughs> he want he want Hustler Club be accountable for action." Scream one, scream two, <laughs> scream one, scream two. <laughs> a lawyer for the West Side Highway Strip Club declined a comment. A manager didn't return messages. What? One more. You get to say it again. Cooper for steam. <laughs> Said he felt ashamed for having been in the strip club, but doesn't think the punishment fit, the, fit his crime. I guess such a bitch. Stupid. <laughs> it Stein. is sort of insulting to tell a woman she's a bad mother. He admitted. I felt like we had that kind of rapport. That's fucking crazy. I knew that chick for five minutes. I thought we had that kind of rapport where I could say she was. A I'll tell you what. Shitty mom. This guy has a case, but he's a fucking idiot. Number one. Uh, any stripper is going to give you the sob story. That's how they get money out of you. And then number two, you don't fucking insult a stripper because they are the type of chicks they're going to punch. This guy has obviously never been punched by a woman before. If you've been punched by women, women before, you know which ones are probably going to punch you and you don't say that shit to them because then they're going to punch you. Yeah, they're definitely <laughs> going to punch you. Um, in keeping with the stripper motif, we mm-hmm. got one last one. One last one, okay. And this one's good. This is for me? This is for you, brother, because... Hey! This ain't no crime! Of it. Oh, oh, no! I drink to that! Wrong, sir! Wrong! <laughs> I've not yet begun to defile myself. Robot strippers are going to be pole dancing in Las Vegas. I'll go to that. Even strippers' jobs may not be safe from the robots. How is that hot? A Las Vegas jiggle joint. You slipped jiggle joint twice? I didn't do that shit. That was in there. Nah, that ain't, that, that, that's too... No, it's not too... <laughs> apparently <laughs> not. No, no. 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 What's in the box? No. No. <laughs> It, says it needs need, batteries. Needs cash for batteries. Well, stop it. A Las Vegas jingle joint uh, has installed a pair of uh, mechanicized pole dancing robots to grind on this. stage for computer nerds. I saw this one. For CES. It was at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> the robot strippers, a clever marketing gimmick. They got that beaver who plays a banjo over there? Because mm-hmm. I'll watch that bitch strip. Ooh. That beaver does more than play the banjo, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Ask Scott Bayo. I'm going to go on record by saying this, but Chuck E. Cheese is the best place to pick up women. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. All right. <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> no, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was like, you pressed it too hard, Daily. <laughs>
<laughs> I was on board with that. I did my <laughs> no. shit and everything. I was like, all right. No way. Uh, so uh, the robot strippers, a uh, clever marketing gimmick at a local strip club uh, as opposed <laughs> to an actual exhibit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to read they had tip. They had tip buckets at their feet with signs saying MIT bound and need money for batteries. Brilliant. Come watch sparks fly as the robo twins all right. shake I their like hardware. All the puns. I like all the puns. And leave everyone wondering if those double D's are real or made of made in Silicon Valley. This is a pun heavy fucking article. This article's a bunch of shit. I love it. That's why I didn't pick it. The Sapphire Gentlemen's Club said in an announcement inviting tech geeks to oogle and salivate over the stiletto heeled cyborgs. Still, while the robots wiggled their plastic butts. In a segment captured on video, several pointy-headed attendees look bored, immersing their phones uh, rather than the mechanical antics on stage. I've seen robots do much more complicated things, and these ones are doing now. Then. It's fucking close what enough. What is pointy-headed? What kind of insult is pointy-headed? Does that mean you're Dunces. like smart? Nerds! Oh, smart nerds. Wait, this, if somebody's smart, they have a pointy head? Yeah. That's Point Dexter. I was hoping for a bit. That doesn't come from that. A bit more up and down action than just a hip grind, said Ross, another tech worker in town for CES. The dancing robots are low tech by Silicon Valley standards. They were cobbled together by a British artist from scrap metal, old mannequins, and CCTV cameras. Their gyrating butts are powered by discarded windshield wiper motors. Yeah, it was an art piece. <laughs> They can make way better stripping robots, nerds. Come on. Well done, Daily. All right. Fucking goddamn nerds. He's the diddle, but a diddle got mo and mo. All right, this one's surreal. We're leaving this one on. It was an exciting episode of A-Fi. A-Hi-5-Fi. five fi A-Fi-Hi-Fi. Stop putting this dick in my packet, man. I can't help it. I put the Fight Club dick at the end of his packet. He loves it. Can't stop staring at it. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, God, now I'm doing it. The Awkward High Five Podcast. I need a nap. The Awkward High Five. Thank you for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. Please go on iTunes and leave a written review or follow us on Facebook or tell your friends and family about this episode and past and future episodes. Put your face mask on. And then put the face mask on the child to the next to the left. Pull down the shoulder harness as far as it can go. Get ID before you diddle. Digitally or analog. Your shit was digital. Didn't happen. Okay. See you in future days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.